0: It's time for High School Football on the Breeze. 94.5, KLIQ, Hastings, Grand Island, Carney and all of South Central Nebraska. The High School Football pregame Show is brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Listen to this game and all Flat River Radio High School sports broadcasts at flatriverpreps.com. Follow along tonight on the live scoreboard at flatriverpreps.com. Now let's get out to the field for tonight's football game on The Breeze 94.5. High school football is
1: back. Yes, it's week three for Nebraska high school football, but high school football is back on The Breeze, and we're happy to be joined here, not just for the folks here in the uh, the Tri-City area and obviously the home team, the Sutton Mustangs, but also anyone listening online, Platte River Preps, those folks down in Adams and Philly. Thank you, Freeman Falcom fans, for joining us here. This is the Marylanding Healthcare Pregame Marylanding Healthcare Your Care Our Inspiration I'm Caleb Henry joined alongside Trent Akingey and back in the studio producer engineer Brad Beam Trent this game is not to do any spoilers but Freeman is big they're going to run the ball and their defense they're going to try to stop the ball Sutton they're really big they're going to try to they're going to run the ball defense going to try to stop the ball <laughs> That's just the way it's going to go, and you know what? I think that's the way football is supposed to play. be played. They're going to line up and say, stop me.
2: Yeah, with the weather how it is tonight, a little wet, a uh, slight drizzle coming down. Looks like it's not too bad right now. Uh, it's it's really going to be about who can hold on to the ball and keep it on the ground and uh, try to capitalize on a short field position.
1: Both teams undefeated, 2-0 on the season. Freeman ranked as high as number seven. Sutton the unanimous number three across every publication we can find in the state. And we'll get to more of the uh, the pregame, a lot more stats, a lot more breakdown before we get to kickoff. But before we do, it's the Ravenna Sanitation coaches interviews. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local yellow pages. you hear on the breeze in preps.com The coaches interviews are next, beginning with Freeman head coach, Travis Andreessen. Rolling along on the Mary Lanning pregame, now talking with Freeman head coach Travis Andreessen. Coach, you're uh, you're 2-0 and to start the season, which is where everyone wants to be, and you've jumped into the top 10. Haven't given up a touchdown so far this year. Let's start right there. What's, uh, what's made the Falcons so successful through two games?
5: Well, it comes down to mostly effort. Uh, we haven't been perfect. We've given up some yards, a uh, few first downs here and there, but the kids have just played their their tails off, uh, far exceeding my expectations on the defensive side. Um, that's a stat that surprises me, uh, especially through two games. You don't think that you can be that almost perfect. You know, we, we try to limit the big play, and that's something that they've taken upon themselves. We do have a lot of older kids kind of running the show, and that helps. They've played a lot of football, but I would never have expected that in the second week, by two weeks of the season.
1: And that's something we've seen with some of the uh, UTANs had some good teams, and Saint Cecilia's had some good runs, especially over the last couple decades. And who have been some of the standout players on that defensive side of the ball? As you said, there's there's been a lot of effort, but no touchdowns.
5: We got a lot of guys that can play, and they do their role. We got a couple of linebackers, Tyler Adams. He's he's a three year starter and linebacker. Uh, he's flanked by Caleb Unvert and Garrett manners and both those guys fly around and get to the football. Uh, we got four or five guys. We rotate up front. Um often Adams and Brady Bloom are two of our bigger guys. They've played a lot of football. And on the back end, we got some smart guys. We got some guys that can cover. Um, Eli Pelts, one of the smarter guys that we have, and he rotates positions on us. And Gabe Eisenbarth can run with just about anybody.
1: And on the offensive side of the ball, it's it's not like these games have been three zero seven zero. You've scored twenty seven and twenty five. What have you been doing well on the offensive side of the ball to put up points?
5: On the offensive side, we're breaking in a, a new quarterback. We had a two-year starter. Um, Jack Furstenau in his first year starting. Um, he's got some help with, uh, Holden Roos, Garrett Leonard, Gabe Eisenbarth behind him. Uh, we kind of had an, in, an injury, so we're missing a running back and Logan Anderson, but all in all, that, that offensive line, um, Luke Archer is our center and he's a, he's a start, two-year starter there and he's, he really knows how to get his, his linemen to the right assignment. And that clears up everything else. So when we can go hat for hat up front, I think that opens up everybody else. And we really haven't blown guys out right away in the first quarter. We have really had to work for it. You know, we've had a, maybe a one-touchdown lead at halftime in both games and kind of found a way, found what works, grinded out type of game. So it's not like some of the, these other teams, you know, like Sutton, they're scoring a bunch of points right away. So we kind of did the opposite.
1: We're speaking with Freeman head coach Travis Andreessen. And Coach Sutton tonight... As we look look to the uh, Mustangs, they are also two and zero, ranked number three in every publication we can find in the state. Uh, What have you keyed on this week in preparation for tonight's game?
5: I don't know if there's one thing you can key on. They're a very deep team. They got a lot of big guys. Um, You know, in C two, it's not fair if you can rotate your offensive and defensive lines. You know, our guys have to go both ways, and I think that's one of their big keys is is how our big guys can hold up against their big guys. And they got three guys to speed. they got a quarterback, a receiver, and a running back. Those guys can really run. So, again, it comes down to turnovers and big plays. If we can be competitive in those areas, create some big plays and limit some big plays, uh, create some turnovers, limit some turnovers, we stand a chance. Uh, when you're facing a, a really good team like Stettin is, you want to be kept competitive and just be there in the end of the fourth quarter and, and one play could make the difference.
1: And finally, Coach, it's uh, two good running teams and Two very stout defenses through the first two have only given up a combined seven points with those seven being against Sutton. What's it going to take tonight to leave the field in this top ten matchup, a chance to move up in the rankings? What's it going to take to head back to the eastern side of the state with a win?
5: Yeah, we're just going to have to be tough. Um, they have probably more bodies than we have. Uh, we're going to get worn out. We just have to be mentally tough. we got to make sure we hit our right assignments. We can't miss the coverage and let one of their receivers run deep we can't miss a tackle i mean we don't have to play perfect but we have to play pretty well and i think if we win the big play battle and we win the turnover battle we stand a chance Uh, we can't let them create a bunch of negative plays like they've been doing all season long on offense and on defense we got to come up with two plays that side
1: coach looking forward to a uh, great game this evening best of luck okay thanks for having
0: me We'll continue the Mary Lanning pregame show next with Sutton coach Steve Raymer. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up, and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County.
1: We're here in the Mary Lanning Healthcare pregame show and right now we're joined by Sutton Head coach Steve Raymer coach. It's a uh, it's a big week but again since C2 and Class C and B and everyone moved other than 8 man moved to the 16 team playoffs it seems like every week is a big week. You've got your team at 2 and 0, state ranked number 3, only given up 7 points so far this season. We'll just start right there. What has been the key to your success over the first couple weeks? Uh, with uh, wins over North Platte-St. Pats and also Wilbur Claytonia?
8: Um, I'd you know, taking care of the ball and our defense creating turnovers. Uh, against North Platte-St. Pats, we created, I think, five. And against uh, uh, Wilbur, we created three, I believe. And um, at the same time, we only give one back in each one of those. So you win the turnover battle and you play fundamental, then more, more than not, it's going to come out in your favor.
1: Yeah, as you said, you've... Uh, won that turnover battle, a number of interceptions, couple fumble recoveries. Also, four sacks. Your defense through those first two games, and obviously you've put up some points. Putting up 88 points in two games is nothing to, to turn your nose at, but your defense has been the part that I, I've really enjoyed looking into your team. What what makes that defense so stout for you so far this season?
8: Well, I think our front, our front guys are doing a great job of demanding the double teams, and then of course we've got good team speed, so Um, You know, if we can demand double teams up front and flow hard to the ball and, you know, just play fundamental defense, and our guys are really focusing on that. um, You know, our defense is a a group that we believe, and it was that way last year, too, that if you're going to struggle to score more than 22 points on us, and, you know, our offense just needs to make sure it takes care of the football so it doesn't put our defense in bad situations.
1: And we'll take a look at that that offensive side of the ball. You've, uh, your starting quarterback, Perrin, he's only thrown the ball 20 times. But completed 17 of those for 282 yards, has also rushed for 193. And your running back, Simonson, has rushed for 203 yards through two games. So that's a nice one-two punch on the ground game. Talk a little bit about your offense through the first couple games because, hey, you have put up a lot of points.
8: Well, we've gotten a lot better up front. Um, Some guys did a lot of work in the summer, and up front we got a lot better. And and that's really opened up some holes. Uh, We knew we had good team speed, and if we could bring the front line together, uh, we'd be uh, we return a lot of guys and uh, Jackson Perrin, our, our quarterback, was you know a guy we're really looking forward to. He had a great JV season last year and and uh, kind of excited to get him in the quarterback role. And we uh, yeah, add that was a much improved offensive line. Uh, things are just clicking right now.
1: And turning our attention to tonight because you you have as we said put up 88 points to the first two games. As we're talking with Sutton Head football coach Steve Raymer. Your opponent tonight, Freeman, two and zero. Also ranked as high as number seven, but they haven't been scored on through their first couple games. What do you expect to see from the Falcons tonight?
8: Well, they got a great defense as well. They play a similar defense as we do, and um, you know that theirs is predicated on the same thing as we. They got athletes that are linebackers. They've got a good uh, D line, so they'll be our best test at this point. And um, you know, it's kind of a good test to have and see where we stand. And you know, we we expect it to be a great ball game.
1: In your next few games are are against a, a couple. So far through the first two games, undefeated. And then you'll go on the road as well to a uh, one and one Carney Catholic team, which always seems to be making the playoffs. What do you need to do tonight to leave this top ten matchup with a win, Coach?
8: Uh, we just you know play fundamental football, take care of the football, complete drives. Um, you know, make the other team drive, eliminate the big play. That'll be huge for us on defense. Just, uh, make Freeman drive and uh, you know eliminate the big play and. And um, and then on offense, we need to you know we need to be able to drive the football as well, not just rely on big plays.
1: That's a uh, Sutton head coach Steve Raymer. We'll have starting lineups coming up next. Coach, best of luck tonight. Thanks for your time this afternoon. You bet. Thank you.
9: Two months after he got married, Ron was diagnosed with cancer.
10: Just because of the the type of cancer I had, directly affected the ability to have children.
9: This basically would eliminate any chances of having children naturally.
10: You know, we went from the joy of getting married and starting that part and then poof, your perspective just completely flips.
9: And so when I found out I was pregnant that Saturday, it was just absolutely mind-boggling.
10: It was uh, one of the best days of my life. made me forget about all that bad stuff that had happened.
9: And I can't help but be incredibly proud because I never thought I'd have a chance to have a first Mother's Day or hold
7: my baby.
10: It just makes the love stronger. We are on in Cara Faber.
7: And our son Graham was born at Mary Lanning.
4: Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration.
11: This is Bob from B&B Carpet and Donovan. So, you've been thinking of new flooring but have no idea what you want or need.
1: Welcome back to Sutton. We are in the Husker Power Products broadcast booth, broadcast booth. It's powered by natural gas and diesel irrigation engines from Husker Power Products of Hastings and Sutton. We're here in Sutton as they host Freeman, and we're going to go ahead and give some starting lineups right now. Sutton did win the toss, elected to kick. So Freeman going to start with their offense on the field, and they are with the big boys up front, number 54, Brock Robinson, 5'10", 175-pound junior, number 60, A 6'3", 270-pound senior, Brady Bloom, 50, 6'4", 180-pound junior, Luke Archer. Number 70, 6'2", 250-pound senior, Austin Adams. And number 71, 6'1", 225-pound junior, Landon Husband. The wideouts, number 8, Gabe Eisenbarth. He's a 5'9", 150-pound senior. and 81, 6'5", 185- senior, Caleb Unvert. The tight end, number 2, 6'4", 235-pound senior, Tyler Adams. Fullback number 25, 6'1, 180 pound senior, Garrett Lenners. And the running back number 7, 5'10, 155 pound senior, Logan Anderson. And they're led by quarterback number 15, 6'3, 170 pound senior, Jackson. First now, the Falcons are 2 0 on the season, ranked number 7 in C2 and coached by Travis Andreessen. Now looking at the Mustangs from Sutton, they're going to have their defense on the field first, leading off with that defensive line. Number 55, 6'2", 180-pound senior, Nathan Drudick. Number 64, a 6'2", 235-pound senior, Kinzer Rayford. Number 78, a 5'9", 260-pound senior, Tyler Orman. At defensive end, it is number 18, 6'4", 190-pound senior, Seth George. Linebackers, and there's a whole slew of them here for the Mustangs. Number 5, 5'9", 170-pound senior, James Grease. Number 15, a 5'11", 180-pound senior, Brandon Friesen. Number 20, a 6'4", 195-pound senior, Jordan Davis. Number 66, a 6'1", 215-pound pound senior, Jacob Rogers, the defensive backs. Number 2, a six foot, 175 175-pound senior, Dustin Stone. Number 7, a 5'8", 180-pound senior, Brett Simonson. Number 8, a 5'7", 150-pound sophomore, Cade Wiseman. And number 16, a six foot, 165 165-pound junior, Maury Batista. The Sutton Mustangs are number three in C2, 2-0 on the season, and coached by Steve Raymer. we got a lot more coming up on the Mary Landing Healthcare pregame. going to also break down both teams a little bit with uh, Trent Ockengay. I'm Caleb Henry. Brad Beams back in the studio. We'll be back with more here on The Breeze 94.5 and always online at platteriverpreps.com.
13: At Sutton Lumber, we're proud to call Sutton home. If you're proud of your home and have projects coming up, from construction to fix it yourself, visit your hometown store. Sutton Lumber, a proud supporter of our Sutton area student-athletes.
14: The team at Klein Insurance has a winning record of service offering home, auto, business, farm, and crop insurance. If you want to score big with service and great rates, stop by 710 South Burlington or call 463-1256 and let the Klein Insurance team win you over. At the Paint and Paper Palace in Sutton, their knowledgeable staff will help you spend your remodeling dollars wisely. The Paint and Paper Palace carries Mohawk flooring and a full line of Benjamin Moore paints. Check their wide selection of window treatments, wall coverings, and flooring options. Located at 234 North Saunders in Sutton, that's the Paint and Paper Palace in Sutton.
12: The Breeze
1: 94.5. Keep things moving here on the Marylanding Healthcare pregame. Now let's go ahead and take a look at uh, both teams because this is a pivotal game for them both. There's a lot of power points up for grabs, possible playoff seating in the balance. I'm Caleb Henry, joined alongside Trent Ockingay. So, Trent, let's start out with Freeman, ranked as high as number 7 in C2, undefeated. They've beaten UTAN 27 to nothing, St. Cecilia 25 to nothing. What are you seeing from the Falcons to, as we uh, go into this game tonight? Looking down on the field,
2: they're big. Uh, we walked by a tight end. Um, Justin Adams, I believe is his name. Tyler Adams. Tyler Adams. He's a big boy. He's all 6'4", 235. So I'd like to see if um, Jackson first and now can, the quarterback can find a way to maybe get him out, uh, out in the flat or maybe break one over the top uh, to kind of open up this run game a little bit.
1: And we're going to continue talking about the Falcons and the Mustangs here on the Breeze 94.5 and at PlatteRiverPreps.com. National Anthem here, so more coming up in the Mary Landing Healthcare pregame.
15: We're the you-get-more Superstore. Our Superstore. Shopping centered around you, you, you. One-stop shop that gives you more up and center around
4: Your friendly Friesen Ford in Aurora is your destination for sales, service, and parts. Friesen Ford has the vehicle you want right on their lot with a wide variety of vehicles to choose from and their friendly sales staff to assist you in a low-pressure environment. Come experience the friendly Friesen Ford difference for yourself today in their state-of-the-art facility located 20 miles east of Grand Island, just off of I-80 in Aurora, or online at FriesenFord.com. For sales, service, parts, trust your friendly Friesen Ford team.
0: Where else can you get so much great food for an affordable price? Sportsman's Restaurant and Lounge in sunny downtown Gibbon. For years, they have prided themselves in being more bang for the buck and making homemade food fresh right there. Like their famous prime rib, it's the best prime rib west of Wall Street, and it's right in your backyard. And what about their huge jumbo hand-breaded shrimp, the freshest salad and fruit bars around? Make the drive to sunny downtown Gibbon and be part of great family, food, and tradition.
12: The
1: Breeze, 94.5. Wonderful national anthem there played by the band at Sutton. Flags carried with the uh, local American Legion is what it looked like going around out there. Um, continuing along here, Trent, with uh, with Freeman, they, they are every bit as big as they look like on paper.
2: Yeah, they're big, and I want to see if they can find a way to get a push on Sutton. If they can control the line of scrimmage tonight and try to take some time off the clock and and uh, really try to wear something down as and with uh, with Jackson First Now and Logan Anderson tonight.
1: Yeah, the uh, four Freeman, the Falcons that quarterback First Now, he's only thrown the ball 24 times but that has gone for 160 yards and two touchdowns. He's also run 15 times for 93 yards and in the backfield Garrett Lenners has 21 carries for 135 yards and one touchdown. They have four different players that have carried the ball at least fifteen times through the first two games, and four with more than sixty-five yards throughout the first two games. So, you know they're going to run the ball and give some guys the, some guys some touches. Now, on the other end, the home team, Sutton, the uh, the favorite today, ranked number three in the state, undefeated. They've beaten both North Platte, St. Pat's, fifty to seven, and Wilbur Claytonia, thirty-eight to zero. Between those those four games, both two for Freeman and two for Sutton. North Platte, St. Pat's has the only points on either of these teams. What are you looking at from the Mustangs?
2: Jackson Perrin, the quarterback, I want to see how he does tonight. Sutton throws the ball a little more than Freeman does, and also he's a very capable runner on the ground. Um, We said that Freeman's big. Sutton is also big as well. Both teams just big. Big teams for Class C, too.
1: Yeah, that uh, Perrin, he has... Thrown for 282 yards and a touchdown through the first two games, but this is a big one here. He's run 19 times for 193 yards and six touchdowns, and then in the backfield, this is a name we're going to say a lot today, Brett Simonson, 21 carries, 203 yards, three touchdowns. Defensively, their linebacker, Tyler Adams, that we, uh, we, we talked about how he is every bit as big as you would think some of these players are. Yeah, he's leading the team in tackles, also has an interception, and he kicks their extra points, but I think in one of these games that where every point's going to matter he's only 2 for 6 through the first two games so we might see them lining up to go for two a little bit more often today
2: yeah like you said extra points are big and it really helps if your line of scrimmage is playing well and, and on those two point conversions if you can get in the end, if you can get it in the end zone if you can line up and go for two and take some pressure off of your holder and your snapper and your kicker especially on a wet night like tonight
1: well it is Top 10 football, Class C2. We're going to have that kickoff coming up here in just another minute. But, gosh, the, these teams both look look really, really good. We're going to take one more break. We're going to have the kickoff for the Sutton Mustangs and Freeman Falcons here on the Breeze and online at Preps.com. This is Tom from Birds Pharmacy reminder for
11: all of our flu shot clinics that we're starting to schedule flu shots, so give us a call, 462-4466. If your office would like us to come out and give flu shots on site,
1: like I said, give us a call. Also, compliance packaging. Give us a call if you or your loved one need some assistance in setting up some compliance packaging. That can be done at either
13: store, Burt's downtown, 402-462-4343, or Burt's at the clinic, 462-4466. Thanks. At Sutton Lumber, we're proud to call Sutton home. If you're proud of your home and have projects coming up, from construction to fix it yourself, visit your hometown store. Sutton Lumber, a proud supporter of our Sutton area student athletes.
0: When you need body work, call Sealy Body Shop in Hastings. Sealy's uses environmentally friendly products from PPG. Sealy's offers complete collision repair and restoration. Sealy's Body Shop, the name you trust, at 201 South Hastings Avenue in Hastings.
15: Get more than you
13: expect at Furniture
0: Direct
16: Get your Beautyrest and get a free box spring during the Beautyrest Labor Day sale at Mattress Direct. Purchase any Beautyrest hybrid or platinum mattress and get a free box spring. Get a free smart bed bundle to monitor your sleep. Want more? How about free local delivery and haul away of your old bed with any Beautyrest purchase of $6.99 or more and up to 48 months special financing. Now that's getting more than you expect. Mattress Direct, next to Furniture Direct in Hastings and find even more savings online at
12: FurnitureDirectHastings.com. Breeze ninety four point five.
1: We are here in Sutton. Myself, Caleb Henry, alongside Trent Akinjaye, Brad Beam, our producer engineer, back in the studio. Just the last few seconds running off the clock here, but Freeman lining up to receive the ball first. So Trent, this first
2: possession, what does T- Freeman need to do as the underdogs uh, to start this ball game against number three Sutton? It's important to come out and send a message. You don't want to come out. You don't want to. You don't want to have a turnover right away, and you don't want to go three and out and have to punt and give the ball right back to the favorite set. So it is going to be Gabe Eisenbarth back for the
1: Falcons to receive the ball and about to kick it off. Looks like Cade Wiseman for the Mustangs. You can get every game we have here on Platte River Radio's group of stations by going to PlatteRiverPreps.com. We've got a number of other games going on in the area, five games in total between our four-slash-five stations. The whistle's blown. Ball's on the tee. Wiseman's ready to kick this one off. Going to be pooched over to the far right side. Going to just drop at the 15. Eisenbarth picks it up on the run. A couple big blocks over on the sideline. He had one more guy to beat, but drug out just at the 30-yard line. Looked like Friesen maybe over there on the tackle for Sutton.
2: Nice return there, about 15 yards. Uh, the ball landed, and it's wet, and it kind of spun back like you'd hit a nice pitching wedge, but he's able to pick it up and run on the sideline. Uh, good starting field position here for Freeman.
1: Now, it has been muggy all day, raining just a little bit, so there might be a few slick spots on the field with a couple of running teams. We'll see how that makes them go about their game plan. Obviously, they're going to want to hold onto the ball. Two receivers out wide here to the near side going with I-formation and going to immediately hand the ball off to the right side. That's going to be Jackson first and now running into a whole bunch of Mustangs. Flag coming in late, only got a yard on the play anyway.
2: Yeah, I'm not sure what that flag was. Yeah, just a basic uh, ISO off the right side. Um, Sutton strung it out, not much there.
1: First and now going to be running the ball a lot for Freeman, and it looks like this one is going to go... Against the Falcons, going to back them up immediately, so they will have first down over again. But now it's going to be first down and 19.
2: Like to see if Freeman can get a little better push on this second play of the drive, uh, first and 20. Here
1: now you've got Caleb Unvert split wide to the far side. Eisenbarth under center. Nope, that was a first and now under center. My. My mistake, and he's going to run it out to the left side.
2: Turn it upfield for a gain of four yards. Sprint option to the left, the defensive end. He crashed down on the running back, so first and now had to cut it back up. And Freeman's going actually with a little tempo here.
1: Tempo, shotgun
2: now. First and now in the backfield,
1: just to the right. And he's going to pass the ball. Got an out route coming. Diving catch made on that far side. That looks like that was down there. Caleb Unvert making the grab out to the 33-yard line. So, although they don't throw the ball a whole lot, sometimes you got a few yards to go, and that was a, a nice route to pick up a number of yards, making it a little more manageable here on third down. And again, quickly to the line. Trips coming here to the near side. Not only trips to the near side, but first now out here in the uh, one of the receiver positions. Nope, just numbers looking the same. First, now going to stay in back as the quarterback and to throw it here to the near side. Going to be caught just in bounds by Holden Roos. Fourth down and short, but they are still inside their own 40.
2: Take away the penalty there. They actually they picked up 15 yards here. It's um, on that series. It looks like they're going to have to punt it away uh, fourth and four.
1: Back to return. The ball for Sutton is going to be James Grease. And lining up to kick it for Freeman is Caleb Unver. He had one catch there on that first possession for the Falcons. Going to be a low snap, but he picks it up fine. High end over end going across to the left side. Just barely misses Gabe Eisenbarth over there, and they're going to let it roll down to the 23-yard line. So we'll see this number three in C2 offense for the first time today with Sutton.
2: Great start for Sutton defensively. Now you're the favorite it's you want to open up with a strong start here offensively
1: and we heard from both coaches in the pregame that it is very important to get those push that push up front those efforts especially at the beginning of plays and beginning of this game and beginning of this first possession for
2: Sutton if you can if Sutton can find a way to not have to double team uh, any of the defensive linemen get to that second level and start opening up runs that's going to be very good for them tonight
1: Starting out in the uh, shotgun, it's going to be Jackson Perrin for the Mustangs. Motion coming from left to right. James Grease, they're going to hand it off to him, going to the right side, getting an end around over there. They're going to stay inbounds, but that's going to they're going to pick up three yards on the play, so trying to get wide immediately to start the game are the Mustangs.
2: Good blocking on the edge. Grease, um, he's got a lot of speed out there. Nice little game. Good start for Sutton, getting a second short.
1: No huddle, just getting the call from the sideline. Brett Simonson just to the left of Perrin in the backfield. Twins both sides for the Mustangs. Perrin's going to take the snap speed option out to the left. He's going to fake the pitch. Nope, he'll pitch it this time just behind Simonson, who's got to dive on the ball. And they're going to go right back about to where they started, so going to be at the 29-yard line, their own 29-yard line, going backwards here, third and eight.
2: Great job by Freeman on the with their outside linebacker, came down and made Perrin have to make a decision, but there was nothing there, so he pitched it. Uh, tough pitch to catch, and the ball's wet, and it uh, landed on the ground.
1: Speed option to
2: the near side, and we're
1: going to see Perrin make a really late pitch over a couple defenders. That one to Brett Simonson, who does pick up the first down. going to be right at the sticks there, but that that's one that was a very, very dangerous pitch From Perrin, and yep, that's going to be a first down. They're going to go ahead and move that up. Our first first down of the game here for the Mustangs.
2: Yeah, Perrin actually came through. He looked like a basketball player driving through the lane, and he didn't have a shot at the rim, so he almost two-hand passed it backwards to uh, Simonson there. Landon Husband
1: getting a sub here for Freeman running off. Not sure what shook him up there. Now for the Mustangs. Motion again left to right with James Grease running around the end. This time a little bit more room to run. He's got the sticks and a bit more room out front. Going to run out of bounds out inside the 45-yard line of Freeman. So that was one that went for just three yards the first time they ran it, and this time they're going to pick up a first down and a whole bunch more.
2: About 18 yards on that same jet sweep that they ran the first time. Now what's going to happen, that play set up, they know that they might want to give that to Grease on that Uh, end around so look for the quarterback to come on a counter
1: right now Greece leading the team in rushing through this uh this first drive and he's going to go in motion again left to right going to not hand it to him this time and Perrin's going to run right up the middle picking up five maybe six yards on the play and that's one of those that misdirection and Perrin going to go ahead and pick up the yards and that's one that both these teams quarterbacks are going to run the ball plenty as well as a number of other players on both teams
2: Yep, that was basically a wide receiver motion, inverted veer, quarterback kept up the middle. Now, you've ran it up the middle, you gave it to that guy on the fly sweep, now we're going to have to, they're going to look to go on a counter back to the far side here.
1: A little bit of confusion getting the call in for Sutton, moving some players around, they look at their wristbands, trips here to the near side. Grease now alone by himself on the far side, that's the short side of the field, Perrin going to go up and still line up in shotgun speed option to the left, going to make a great pitch out to Simonson, who's got a, a little bit of room, missed block out there. Otherwise, he maybe have, would have picked up the first down. But now it's a third and very short, actually really close to the sticks, hard to see all the way across the field there. Uh, but again, they're going to run that speed option out to the edge. Haven't run up the middle so a whole lot so far.
2: No, they haven't, which is interesting because Freeman only has three down linemen, and they're really spread out with their linebackers. So. We'll see if they start hitting up the middle, especially on third and short.
1: Perrin yet to go under center, going to be uh, trips. And just because it's the short side of the field, it looks kind of bunched, faking the pass out to the right. Now he's going to be brought down in the backfield, hit immediately, and it looks like a fumble coming in there. A whole bunch of guys on the field. They're going to say, no, it's, uh, it's fourth down. But a big hit right away as soon as Perrin made that fake pass out to the right to then run it right up the middle. He was stuck immediately by big number 60, Brady Bloom.
2: Quarterback draw there. Freeman wasn't fooled. They brought a lot of pressure right through the middle, and blocking didn't hold up, and he lost about a They
1: are lining up to go for it. Perrin again out of the shotgun. Double tight ends. Speed option to the right. Going to pitch it to Simonson. A couple blockers out front. He's going to turn it upfield and pick up the yards he needs. Picks up four, and now they're down to the 30-yard line. Another first down, and the, you know what? With both teams running, believe
2: it or not, we've already run off half the clock here in this first quarter. Wow, it's gone fast. Yeah, both teams are running. Uh, Freeman Freeman did pass a couple times, but they were completed inbounds. But, yeah, that clock's ticking off. Sutton's putting together a really nice drive here, getting good push, mixing it up with stuff around the outside and, and counters back to the middle.
1: Twins to both sides, going to fake the handoff as Perrin, throwing it out to the left side, and going to be short, of James Grease, the ball skipped in front of him. He also slipped on the field, so that's where some of this kind of rainy weather, uh, the field's just a little bit soggy. Uh, the ball was underthrown, but if the, the field is a little stiffer, he might be able to get back to that one and turn it upfield.
2: Yeah, the ball gets wet, and that's an out route, which is a pretty tough throw, and receiver lost his footing there and wasn't able to complete it. Perrin again
1: with the play action, this time throwing out to the right side, catching the ball on that in route is going to be Seth George. Only picking up uh, three, four yards there. Now it's a third and seven. Quickly to the line is Sutton. They're starting to run with quite a bit of tempo here. They they huddled on their first play. The rest of the time, they get the call from the sideline. Everyone looks at the wristband, and then they know what to do. Twins both sides. Perrin going to, again, line up to pass the ball. Going deep over the middle. Going to be just out in front and just dropping the ball at the goal line. Was uh, Dustin Stone... He had a good route coming across there, and Perrin floated that one a little bit. I thought it had a chance to be intercepted, but now with a, a fourth fourth and seven, that was a play that was almost six but almost picked off at the same time.
2: Yeah, Perrin either needed to have a little more zip on that ball or he needed to get it towards the back of the end zone to give his receiver a chance to run underneath it. So
1: Fourth down and seven on this big opening drive for the Sutton Mustangs. Perrin going to drop back to pass, now throwing one over the middle. Got a guy wide open, but he didn't even know the ball was coming. Going to be an incomplete pass, but that ball, we're trying to see who that was. Looks like Seth George. If he just stops at the 15-yard line, he's right in the middle of that freeman Falcon zone. And that's a first down, and the drive continues instead. It's a turnover on downs. Now, Freeman going to get to have the ball again here. That was maybe some miscommunication, maybe a, a missed route, but
2: that was a chance missed for Sutton. Yes, it was. They put together a nice drive running the ball. Uh, Tried to go to the air, which is what they're going to have to do to get on the board, but, you know, the the drive stalled on them and Freeman takes over. First and now,
1: back on the field under center, going to hand the ball off, going to the left side. Logan Anderson going to dance around upfield, going to get now to right on the 35-yard line, setting up a second and two, and that's a very positive play for Freeman, who was forced to punt without a first down on their first series.
2: Great play, great iso right up the middle. Um, Logan Anderson, nice. He He's elusive. He's got good moves out there. So
1: Offset eye. Now going to give it to the fullback, Garrett Lenners, but he's met immediately in the backfield. Going to be a tackle for loss. Getting in there for that tackle for the Mustangs was James Grease. So he he's made some... Gotten hit a few times on offense, making a hit in the backfield here for the Mustangs. Third down and four.
2: Typically on a, that was a fullback dive to Leonard's there. Typically on a on a fullback dive, it's got to be quicker. That's gonna be a quick hitter because you don't have a lead blocker and you're a lot closer to the defensive lineman.
1: First now back under center again, an offset eye. Going to run the play action, running an out route over here to the near side is Garrett Leonard's and he's going to get stuck again. Right this time. Right at the line of scrimmage, just nowhere to go for Lenders right now. Getting a couple touches, but me fourth down and
2: five. Yep, that ball was thrown out to the flat. Uh, it was east and west, and he just he turned around and uh, defender put a nice hit on him. So nowhere to go. They're gonna a three and out. What we talked about, we they can't have too many of those if they want to compete in this game.
1: So back to back three and outs. Caleb Unvert back to punt again. This time. Waiting for the ball is going to be both Brett Simonson and James Grease. This one's going to be floated up. James Grease is going to try to catch it on the run, but it's muffed, and it looks like there's a whole lot of white jerseys on the ball, and that's going to be one way to move downfield for the Freeman Falcons as they pick it up at the 45-yard line. First time crossing the 50 on a muffed punt from Grease. You see a little bit of life now for the Falcons.
2: First turnover of the night, and it comes by Sutton on the punt return. It's a wet night. Maybe a good idea to let those go from here on out. If you're Freeman, you have to take advantage here.
1: Now that's a big risk, big reward. If Grease does pick that ball up, there's nobody on that other side of the field, and he was off to the races. First now again under center here, offset I. Going to run a counter with Holden Roos off to the left side, dancing back to the right. Pick up of six yards. Freeman has moved the ball really well on first down so far. But there, there's life. You get off that turnover. Three and a half minutes to go here in the first quarter. You're listening to The Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Caleb Henry alongside Trent Auken. gay 0-0 here to go in the first quarter. Offset eye for Freeman. Coming off of the first turnover of the game on that muffed punt by Sutton. Looks like a little bit of pressure coming from the Mustangs. Off to the left side. We're going to be a pitch to Holden Roos who's stuck right at the first down marker. I think they're going to say he's just short, so third and about half a yard for the Falcons um
2: I don't see Logan Anderson out there I'm wondering if he maybe he got hurt or what's going on with him but uh Roos did pick up a nice nice another three four yards and a third and one and you're in territory where you're in four down territory
1: this is definitely a place that Freeman as the underdog going to want to take advantage you got four immediately in the backfield And it's going to be a quarterback draw right up the middle. Jackson first and out. Just going to push his way. Pretty much student body middle is what we'll call that one. And they're going to get across to the 34-yard line of Sutton first and
2: 10. Almost the same play that Sutton tried to run on third and short, except he had two lead blockers there, and Freeman got a really nice push.
1: That's going to actually be the first first down that Freeman has picked up here because the other – the Time they got to move the sticks was on a turnover on that punt just a few plays ago. Shotgun now for first now. Roos just to his right. Trips to the near side. Going to run a bubble screen out to the right. It's going to be Gabe Eisenbarth with a few blockers torn down from behind after a pickup of two.
2: Little jailbreak screen there. Trying to get Adams out there and and their other receiver to hold some nice blocks of stock block out there. And he did gain three yards, but... Sutton did a nice job containing.
1: Now, with the difference in in teams, how they line up for the ball, Freeman lining up with a huddle every single time, so that does run off even, even more clock as opposed to getting to the line of scrimmage the way Sutton does, although Sutton doesn't really snap it within 10 seconds every time.
2: Yeah, both teams running a lot of clock here. It's going to be a low-scoring game, which neither team is, has given up any points this year, so... We kind of knew that coming in.
1: First now in the shotgun, going to hand it off to the left side on the motion. Coming from Gabe Eisenbarth, Leonard's out front to give him a block, but just nowhere really to run. There's a lot of speed from this Sutton defense. Third down, and they got pulled down right at the line of scrimmage. Third, and we'll call it
2: seven. Yeah, nice play by Sutton there to contain Eisenbarth on that jet sweep that uh, came off the left side there. They've got three down linemen. Uh, for a three down defensive linemen and linebackers have flown really hard, so we'll see if Freeman can make something out of third and seven here.
1: First and now under center, double tight. Going to go ahead and pass. This time he's going to go over the middle to his tight end, who puts his big paws out there. He was triple covered. Still going to be short of the first down, but that was Tyler Adams, who we talked about in the pregame, who was every bit of that six four. He was just c- covered. You could not cover someone more than those three men did for Sutton, and he just stuck his big paws out there, ripped it in and said, I'm Tyler Adams, I'm getting us some yards. Fourth down in the yard now to go for the Falcons.
2: Yeah, there's not many kids in the state that you would take that chance and throw it to, but he's so big, he looked like Gronk or Shaq out there, triple covered made the play.
1: Now, first and now again, got a whole bunch of backs in the backfield with him. Last time they ran this went student body middle, essentially, and it looks like they might be just letting this clock run out. There's two seconds, one second, and we're going to get to the second quarter with no score. Here in Sutton, it's number 7 Freeman, number 3 Sutton, zero zero score. You're listening to The Breeze, 94.5, and always online at plantriverpreps.com.
0: Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up, and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump
4: Your friendly Friesen Ford in Aurora is your destination for sales, service, and parts. Friesen Ford has the vehicle you want right on their lot with a wide variety of vehicles to choose from and their friendly sales staff to assist you in a low-pressure environment. Come experience the friendly Friesen Ford difference for yourself today in their state-of-the-art facility located 20 miles east of Grand Island, just off of I-80 in Aurora, or online at FriesenFord.com. For sales, service, parts, trust your friendly Friesen Ford team.
1: Ninety-four point five. Back here for second quarter action in Sutton, Caleb Henry alongside Trent Ockengay, Brad Beam, our producer engineer, back in the studio. A number of other games going on around the area. We'll get those scores as the game continues, but this game here, just big bodies going at each other, both sides of the ball. Right now it is Freeman going to have a fourth down and one on the 25-yard line of Sutton. And they've got this drive continued on a muffed punt from Greece. And they just let the clock run out here to end the first quarter. 0-0 on the game here on the breeze, 94.5. Looks like a double tight, basically a goal line set. Two tight ends, eye formation, first and now under center. Going to be Garrett Lenners as the featured back. And there's going to be whistles blown before they can even get there. And if this is against Freeman, that's absolutely not what you want on that fourth and one.
2: Yeah, it looks like – actually, it's hard to tell. They're talking to the Freeman quarterback, and I would say they're going to move him back.
1: And Freeman quarterback uh, first now is running over to the sideline.
2: Maybe some equipment issues. He's pointing at his helmet, and he's coming out of the game.
1: And if he's got to come out, that means, for the play at least, they're going to have to run someone else onto the field and running on right now for Freeman – is going to be Trey Yates. So Trey Yates replacing first now on the field. We'll see what this fourth and one, see if Yates lines up under center or if Holden Roos goes under center
2: for the Falcons. So the good thing is is there's no penalty. The bad thing is is you're starting quarterbacks out. But what they've been doing... It's just been taking the snap and handing off to the fullback or running back, so shouldn't be too big of a deal.
1: It is Roos under center, going to fake a pitch, going to hand the ball to Lenners, who was met by every Mustang in a black jersey on the field. Turnover on downs, and that's what you needed as a uh, Sutton Mustang fan after that muffed punt when they had a chance to get another possession in the first quarter. Sutton only had the ball one time in the first quarter, and Granite Freeman only had it twice, but both of these teams you're looking at, not only is it going to be time of possession, number of possessions, but turnovers, both teams with a turnover on downs and one, we'll call it a real turnover, uh, on that muffed punt for Sutton.
2: Yeah, Sutton put together a nice drive before they stalled out last time. I would expect more of the same here. Um, they did outgain Freeman quite a bit in that first quarter. So
1: Jackson Perrin, again, going to be in the shotgun. Motion coming right to left. It's going to be Jordan Davis, and he's going to have a little bit of room out to the left side, picking up five, six yards, but there is a flag, some laundry thrown in late, but it was in the backfield, so probably negating everything you just did right there with uh, with your run out to the left side and Jordan
2: Davis. Yeah, when you haven't, maybe Sutton hasn't played a team like Freeman yet, so when you're trying to make blocks and hold blocks, it's going to take a little more effort. Sometimes you're going to get your hands out there, sometimes you're going to, You know, get your shoulder pads in the wrong spot, get a block in the back. Not what you wanted uh, to start this drive with, a 10-yard penalty.
1: And maybe we haven't mentioned this because we're saying how big both of these teams are. They're athletic. They're fast, too. These aren't just big guys who are going to fall forward for three yards. And they're going to, again, this time it's going to be a double reverse. Started out going with Jordan Davis to the left side, then back here to the near side. is going to be James Grease making a couple guys miss, getting almost back up to the original line of scrimmage. Although you were going the wrong way, a good, nice little trick play for the Sutton Mustangs, making it a lot more, lot easier second down to try to go pick up another first down and keep another drive going here now
2: in the second quarter, 11.15 to go. It looked like Freeman had him in the backfield, but Grease is averaging almost 10 yards a carry. Uh, he's a good athlete, just made a couple guys miss to get about six yards there.
1: Motion coming again, this time Grease from the far side to the near side and Perrin's actually going to go ahead and keep it and run forward, picking up a few yards now out to the 30. Going to be a few tussles going on after the play. Hard to see what it was, but on the way down, Perrin was. Yep, he was grabbed by the face mask. That's going to tack on some more yards for Sutton.
2: Tough break for Freeman. Um, It doesn't look like it was intentional or anything, but uh, they're all 15 yards now, if if I remember correctly. That's a five-yarder. Well, I guess I'm wrong. (laughs) It's okay. We're all wrong sometimes. And
1: Anyone who's listened to any of our calls, whether it's Randy Bushcutter, Mike Will, Mike Spitaro, or Doug Duda, we've all made mistakes on a couple of the plays. But either way, it is a a five-yarder there. Brings up a second and two here on the Breeze 94-5 for Sutton. Getting the call from the sideline is Jackson Perrin with Brett Simonson flanking him just to his left. Now he's going to switch over to his right side. You've got Twins near side. Very short because they're on the close hash. All alone by himself on the far side is James Grease. Going to run a play action. Draw now coming from Perrin, and he's going to pick up everything he needs getting down to the 41-yard line, first and 10 for the
2: Mustangs. Yep, he had Grease on the far side, all alone on an island, and he kind of dropped back, fake like maybe he was going to maybe throw and rain that quarterback draw for six yards, and he's going to move the chains.
1: And we haven't seen... Because right now, Grease is over there on an island by himself. And the, the safety for Freeman isn't shading that way. So if Grease does put on maybe a double move, he might be able to throw over the top to Grease. That's something we'll watch as we continue here. Although there are some, they are very fast, the, the Falcons from Freeman. And I'm sure those DBs were itching to try to get their hands on a ball too. First and 10 from the 40-yard line. Perrin going to take a low snap, running out to the right side. Going to be met just at the line of scrimmage. We're going to fall forward for four yards. Definitely something that uh, Sutton is getting used to now. These three, four, eight, 18 yard runs, and this looks like another drive that they're going to milk a lot of clock with.
2: Yeah, they're they're averaging almost five yards a carry, and you know you only have to do that twice on a drive to you know to move the chains. And if you keep doing that all night. You're going to find yourself in the end zone eventually.
1: For Freeman, it looks like it was Brady Bloom running off. Austin Adams running on for the D-line. Perrin going to go ahead and line up and throw the ball over the top. All alone, downfield. James Grease on a great route where there was nobody around him. Caught the ball down the middle. He's going to take it in from 56 yards out. That's going to be our first points of the game, but... Couldn't really see what happened at the end of there. There is a flag on the field as well. Didn't see if there was a celebration or what exactly happened at the very end. If it, Even if this goes against Freeman, didn't see him get hit.
2: Yeah, and on that touchdown, it looked like Freeman had a little bit of trouble lining up. They sent they had twins to the far side, and Grease was in the slot position. He just he just took off in the, the corner guard and the far boundary receiver. Stuck with his guy, and he was wide open and trotted in for 56 yards. And they didn't move the ball, so it must have been on Freeman. I think they declined it, maybe. Hard to tell.
1: Lining up for two now are the Mustangs of Sutton. In the backfield is Cade Wiseman. Going to take the snap and he's going to just run out to the right side. A few blockers, not a lot of room to run. Makes one guy miss, makes two guys miss. Drug out of bounds at the five. So that's going to be our first points of the ball game here at Sutton. It is the Mustangs, six. The Falcons of Freeman, zero. 9.24 to go in the second quarter. You're listening to The Breeze, 94.5 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. We're the
15: new Centered around you, you, you. One-stop shop that gives you more. Shop and center around you, you, you. Where you get more, Superstore. Adams Superstore.
12: The Breeze,
1: ninety-four point five. Welcome back to Sutton as the fight song plays for the Mustangs. They hold a 6 nothing lead over the visiting Freeman Falcon, Falcons. Both teams undefeated. Both teams ranked in the top 10. Looks like that last penalty on the 56-yard pitch and catch from Jackson Perrin to James Grease was against Freeman. So they're going to move up on the kickoff. Going to be kicking from the 45
2: of Freeman. That's a big deal if you can... Uh either kick it towards the goal line or get her back for a touchdown, so you can start with a great field position because Freeman's struggling a little bit to move the ball, and now that there's points on the board, desperation's going to start to kick in for him. Cade Wiseman going to line up to
1: kick it from that 45-yard line of the Falcons. Going to put a foot into it. This one's going to go down towards the goal line, picking it up just outside. It's going to be Gabe Eisenbarth, a few blockers out to the right side, dancing, making guys miss, and he will bring it out past the 20. So despite the uh, disadvantage on where it was kicked off for Freeman, they do actually start out in decent field position for what you'd want off a kickoff.
2: Yeah, showed good speed, good burst up the right side there. And yeah, I guess nothing hurt on that penalty unless maybe you thought you were going to get to the 30 or 35.
1: <laughs> and I do think if, if you change that up on where the yards were, on where the kickoff was, yeah, maybe you add about 10 more. But because they were so congested, you do get your blockers out front and Eisenbarth making, doing a good job making guys miss initially to start out their first full drive here in the second quarter going to be running under center is Jackson first now handing it off and immediately hit at the line of scrimmage look like Holden Roos still in the ball game as the the running back we're not quite sure where Logan Anderson is we'll try to maybe see if we can get an update on that a little bit later but second down and 10 For the Falcons from their own 20.
2: Yeah, nowhere for him to go. Uh, Freeman's obviously missing their starting running back at the moment.
1: First and now and Roos uh, in shotgun. Roos just to the right side of First and now. Twins to the near side. And First and now is going to go ahead and put this one up in the air. Ball up for grabs and almost brought in on the near side as that ball was thrown up for Cade Wiseman. Looked like one of the defensive backs... For Sutton did tip the ball just barely, and that could have been what knocked Wiseman to where he just didn't grab it. But that would have been a pickup of uh, about 20 yards there
2: for the Falcons. Beautifully thrown ball by First and Now, and Eisenbarth just wasn't able to run under it. But it was, I mean, dropped it a bucket. It, nice throw by First and Now there.
1: Again, twins here to the near side, single receiver to the far side. First and Now and Roos in the backfield going to be. Motion coming from left to right is Wiseman, but there is our whistles blown before the snap. We'll see what what this call is here. There was a lot more motion that time, and yeah, it's going to go against the Falcons, so they're going to back up five.
2: Yeah, they sent their wide receiver in motion, faked it to him, and they're going to run a screen off of that far side, but uh, ref stopped it for it. It could get going.
1: And now if you're Freeman, that's something you haven't run yet. Now you've burned that. They've seen that on a play that you didn't even get to run all the way through.
2: Yeah, and now we're in 3rd and 15, and this is where that penalty does make a difference because maybe you're 3rd and 15 at the 25 instead of the 15. You don't want to be in your own shadows here at the goalposts.
1: Trips to the near side. Caleb Unvert all alone on the far side. Some pressure in the backfield for first now, and he's going to be brought down, sacked at the 10. Hard to see who that was that got in there on the sack for Sutton.
2: That was uh, Braden Peterworth, big number 74, just came through first and now. He didn't have anybody open, and yeah, the defensive tackle, he gets a sack.
1: Now Freeman's going to be lining up to punt as Caleb Unvert back to punt and just standing at his own 50 right now waiting for it is James Grease who muffed the last one that came down to him. This punt does get away shanking a little bit to the right and going to go out of bounds. Ooh, and the ref is still walking, so this one definitely went off the side of the foot. And off of the punt, Sutton is going to start at Freeman's 18-yard line. They're already in the red zone as they take over this possession.
2: Wow, great field position for Sutton. Um, Freeman was almost better off, I mean, in hindsight, going for it because they didn't really gain anything. And that's a tough thing when on a wet night like this. Sometimes... It's hard to catch the ball clean and put it down and get good contact with your feet. Sutton's going to spread the field here.
1: We've seen the punt game now benefit both teams, both on Freeman punts. Perrin going to hand the ball off to the right side immediately. Lowering his shoulder, getting forward is Brett Simonson. And they're on a mission now with this great field position. They know they don't have to hurry, but they can smell it. They scored on their last possession on a 56-yard pitch and catch from Perrin to Grease. And they're looking for more.
2: Yeah. They're they're starting to get bigger chunks, bigger chunks. They're they're starting to open up here. Perrin in the shotgun,
1: flanked by Simonson and Grease, and he's gonna hand it off this time to Simonson, going off the right side towards the first down marker.
2: And not sure if he got it or not. Is right at it. They're gonna move the chains first down.
1: First and goal now on uh, they've run two plays. It's not like they've picked up 60, 70 yards to the benefit of the great field position. Now, Perrin again going to be flanked by both Grease and Simonson in the backfield. This time going to again hand it off to Simonson who makes one guy miss and about sheds a second tackler. They're just going to keep running this ball because they know they don't have to... This is four-down territory for them. They're going no matter what where they're at here just at the six-yard line.
2: Yep, they must have found something they liked with Simonson. That's his third carry of the drive, and he's a... Three carries, 13 yards on this drive. I think they're going to keep riding him here.
1: And that's exactly what they're going to do. Hand it off to Simonson again to the right side. He's going to fall forward, and that's another touchdown for the Mustangs of Sutton from six yards out. Brett Simonson on the run. Four runs on the drive, and that one he punches in for six.
2: Good news, if you're a Sutton fan, you're starting to move the ball in chunks. You're getting good field position. Uh, If you get the two point conversion here you're up two score well you're up two scores anyways but uh, the- it's really important Freeman when they get the ball back so they've got to put something together. they got to connect on those deep balls. they've got to find a way to you know block and, and get some- get a drive put together keep the ball out of Sutton's hands here.
1: Now last time they scored they went for two didn't get it. Going to keep the conventional Perrin back. And they're just going to run the same play they've run a couple. No, this time they're going to throw it on up. And Perrin handed it off to Simonson. who don't, No, he handed it off to Grease, who dumps it over in the end zone for two. And that's going to get them back up to the 14 points. There is 650 to go here in the first half. It's Sutton 14, Freeman nothing here on the Breeze 94.5 and platriverpreps.com. Breeze 94.5. You're back here on the Breeze 94.5. The Huskers do take on the Buffaloes of Colorado tomorrow. And Trent, you were just saying in the uh, right there in the timeout that that reminded you of another play, Huskers-Buffalos.
2: Yeah, looked like uh, when Taylor Martinez went down and Cody Green had to play quarterback, they ran Rex Burkhead in the Wildcat a lot, and that looked exactly like one of the touchdown passes he threw that day the last time we played Colorado and last time we beat him going to be Cade Wiseman
1: lining up to to kick the ball here for the Mustangs. Going to drop to the right side and actually go out of bounds. Dropping out of bounds just at the 30-yard line. So much better field position to start this drive for the Freeman Falcons.
2: Now, you've got the good field position. You have to use it because if you turn the ball over here or go three and out fast and Sutton gets the ball back, they've got all the momentum in the world. They're going to really open up the game.
1: Sutton has scored on their last two possessions 56 yard pass and then the last one starting at the 18 yard line just had to keep running the ball with Brett Simonson who did punch it in from six
2: and actually on the first drive Sutton was moving the ball clear down the field they just stalled out at the end and and then the last two and then that last possession they figured out they got in the red zone just run the ball I mean and they pounded the ball and it only took four carries and and they capitalized on the good field position.
1: Now, first now on the field. Nope, we're going to get a timeout before we can even start this drive. This is going to be our first timeout here of the ball game. This timeout brought to you by Friesen Ford and Chevrolet. If you're smiling while you're driving, Friesen is the reason. With Friesen Chevrolet in Sutton and Friesen Ford in Aurora, Friesen is where you need to go for that new car to get you to the game and back again. Check them out online at FreezingChevy.com and FreezingFord.com, 14 nothing 650 to go here in the ballgame. Sutton with the lead on the breeze,
11: 94.5. Time for new flooring, but where do you start? Come to BB Carpet and Donovan. We have all the latest styles in hard surface flooring and carpeting. b b can help you decide on your next flooring. That's what we've been doing for over 25 years. Like the song says, don't worry, be happy. B&B, Carpet, and Donovan, we enjoy making people happy.
12: The Breeze 94.5.
1: Back here in Sutton, over on our other FM Power 99, Carney in the second quarter holds a 14-0 lead on Norfolk. First and now back in the game for Freeman under center, got a wing to the right, going to run a quick pitch option to the right side as he takes a big hit right when he lets it go and running over there for freeman is going to be Gabe Eisenbarth what a shot
2: yeah he popped right back up though that's that's a way that's what a quarterbacks supposed to do that's what all our you know our Nebraska quarterbacks in the 90s did the stats didn't show up necessarily but they delivered the pitch and it was right on the money and you take those shots sometimes and you pop back up and go on to the next play
1: well done by First and Now, who now is going to be lining up in shotgun. Caleb Unvert, the only receiver here to the near side. First and Now flanked by two running backs. Going to run a quick reverse here coming to the near side. It's going to be Tyler Adams, who's met with nowhere to go. Maybe picks up a yard. But that tight end of Adams was just running underneath, and First and Now pitched it to him once he came across. And actually, he does pick up a couple. I think it's just because he's such a big, strong dude. He fell forward, and he was wrapped up a Scrimmage, but it's going to be a third and one now.
2: Yep, it's just science. He's big, and he fell over, and he weighs more than the other guy and able to push forward for a couple yards.
1: going to be a third down and one here. Again, Caleb Unvert, the only guy here to the near side. First and now in shotgun, flanked by two running backs. This time they're going to hand it off right up the middle. Big push. Going to be just short. Hard to see which running back got the ball there for Freeman. Popping up is going to be Garrett Leonard. So fourth down, maybe half a yard to go on your own 45. Looks like they might be running over to bring out the chains. So we're going to see where this one goes. This is a big, big chance here for Freeman. They need this with five minutes to go because if they don't get this and punt, or if they go for it on fourth down and don't get it, then that leaves plenty of time for Sutton to score and run out the rest of this clock.
2: I know it's early in the season, but if you want to be a real contender, you're in the top ten. These fourth and ones, this is where you this is where you win ball games. You need to be able to get this pushed here. Um, I would imagine after that last punt, the Freeman's going to go ahead and go for it. Fourth
1: down and not one yard. It's going to be fourth down and one foot. So you're going to have helmets colliding immediately. Both the Mustangs. And the Falcons, whole lot of big dudes on the field now for both teams at the 45-yard line. Big play here, midway through the second quarter. It's going to be a, they're going to drop the ball immediately. Flags everywhere. Looks like it was a miscommunication on the snap count, and you went from fourth and a foot to now fourth down and five on your own 40. The Freeman Falcons.
2: That's exactly what you can't do. Uh, good thing the flag was thrown because. It looked like maybe they lost the ball on that.
1: Not quite sure what happened there on the uh, exchange from Senator quarterback Jackson first now, but, yeah, now Freeman is definitely going to be lining up to punt. Caleb Unvert back to punt the ball, back to return it for the Sudden Mustangs. Cade Wiseman all alone by himself this time. Yeah. And there's going to be a fake punt running over here to the near side. is Caleb Unvert, and he's actually brought down. He was coming out to the left side. Near side to try to throw the ball downfield no one was open great coverage downfield by Sutton it's now going to be a turnover on downs last time Sutton had the ball they started at the 18 of Freeman this time with 436 to go in the half they're going to start at Freeman's 30.
2: Wow what what I would call that a questionable play call just the way it was designed it was delayed and Sutton could recognize it right away, and they str- and they were able to just take him down in the backfield. Nobody was open downfield. Um, that's a situation I think you have to punt it away.
1: I think if there was someone a little bit quicker in the backfield for Freeman, they could have got to the edge and actually run for that first down. But as it stands, first and ten for Sutton. And now they're going to start quickly handing the ball off to the left side. James Grease is going to punch it forward for another five yards
2: for the Mustangs grease and the Sutton offensive line are having a heck of a game he is they are starting to get chunks of yards pick your poison
1: now for the Mustangs it's a hand the ball off to grease hand the ball off to Simonson it's really just a timeshare in the backfield both of them are having a heyday
2: yeah and now um we've thrown you know Sutton's thrown six or seven or ran six or seven times in a row I wouldn't be surprised if they took a shot downfield here we've got no safety help over the top to the left where James Grease is all alone Twins to the near side, Stone to the far side all by himself.
1: And actually, you're going to go ahead and have Perrin run to the left, making a couple guys miss, getting further and further to the edge. Going to be run out of bounds, but there is a flag. Looks like in the vicinity of a holding, which could bring the ball back for Sutton.
2: Yep, looks like holding. Uh, what they did, they sp- they're Sutton's spreading the field out, and then they're running they're either running quick hitters to Simonson or Greece, or the are running student body with a quarterback pairing. And the way Sutton's moving the ball, you go from second to five to second fifteen, but you're still on the thirty-five.
1: And actually, where that that call was from the uh, from the official, it looked like they called a, a face mask on Sutton getting out there making their blocks. So now we have to start doing math to figure out where we're at. Luckily. They're on uh, yard markers for us. So that's going to be second down and 25 for Sutton.
2: Yeah, now now that changes things. I, now you're going to take a shot down the field. They do have a safety back this time, and they're playing. the corners are playing off the ball. But, yeah, he's going to go ahead and pass. He's going to throw this ball
1: over to the middle again. It's going to be James Grease. And that one was almost caught, almost picked off, actually. Uh, Freeman does have plenty of speed. With those defensive backs, third down, 25 yards to go, three and a half minutes here in the second quarter.
2: Freeman was inches from picking that ball off, and it looks like as the defensive back for Freeman was coming down, Grease was able to get a hand in there and knock it away.
1: Now if you're Sutton, you definitely try to get this first down, but you also don't want to leave too much time on the clock for Freeman to maybe get themselves back into the game. Trips here to the near side. Perrin in the backfield, flank to the right. Looks like James Grease. Actually, no, James Grease was out to the left, and he's going to run on the jet sweep here to the right side. Makes one guy miss. A couple blockers out front makes another guy miss, but brought down shy of the 40. He had to make that guy miss, and there was a lot of green grass out in front of him. Not sure. There's still a long ways to go for that fourth down because now it's a fourth and 21, but he's quick, and if he makes a couple more guys miss, he's just dancing all
2: around this field anyway. Yeah, nice nice job by Freeman. They got it. They a good contain on that play, and they were able to uh, minimize the damage there. And it looks like Sutton's maybe going for it. Grease
1: now all alone on the far side. And that's what we saw with that 56-yard touchdown a couple possessions ago. Perrin lining up in shotgun. We're going to get another Freeman timeout here with 2.54 to go in the first half. It's Sutton 14. Freeman 0, a long, long fourth down. Pivotal. If Freeman can get the ball back here on The Breeze, 94.5 and Platriverpreps.com.
13: At Sutton Lumber, we're proud to call Sutton home. If you're proud of your home and have projects coming up, from construction to fix it yourself, visit your hometown store. Sutton Lumber, a proud supporter of our Sutton area student-athletes.
12: The Breeze,
1: 94.5. Let's take a look at a few other scores going on in the area. Like we said, Kearney leading Norfolk. On Power 99, 14 to nothing in the second quarter. Over on KX, ESPN Tri Cities KXPN, that's 1460 Carney Catholic leading Lincoln Christian, 14 to nothing in the second quarter. On 1230 AM KJs Hastings in the second quarter leading Alliance, 21 to nothing on 1550 KICS It's Saint Cecilia with a 30 to nothing lead on Gibbon. You can find these and more scores anytime at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Here we are with a fourth down and. 21 for Sutton. They hold a 14-0 lead. 2.54 to go in the ball game. A lot of DBs in the game for Freeman. Perrin going to take the ball, take the snap in shotgun. A lot of time to throw. Going to throw this one over the middle. The ball is going to be caught across the middle by Jordan Davis. And nope, wrapped up immediately by Eli Pelk, who manages to force an incomplete pass. And that one is going to be a lot better field position for Freeman because if if that ball is brought in by Sutton, then that's one that they're going to be still shy of the first down, but they're at the 25 this time now. Freeman gets the ball at the 41.
2: Sutton's got all three timeouts, and I'm wondering if they would have punted and maybe were able to pin Freeman back in that uh, you know, 10, 5-yard range, somewhere in there, if maybe they could have got the ball back and had just as good a field position as where they were at, but... Freeman's going to take over here at the 42 instead. First
1: now under center with two running backs behind him. Going to run the play-action pass, rolling out to the right side, throwing this one towards the sideline and going up and bringing the ball down is going to be big Caleb Unvert. They're going to move downfield to the 31. And if you're Sutton, maybe think about, well, we should have punted a minute ago, but 238 to go here in the half, ball at the 31, big, big pass play there. From Furt now, out to Unvert, who I think that might be his first target of the game, too. But he was all alone on that far sideline.
2: Yeah, Unvert, he went up, made a big boy catch. Nice throw by Furt now there on the far sideline for about 25 yards. Trips a
1: bunch to the far side. Furt now, now going to be chased out of the pocket, throwing this one. Trying to just dump it over the middle to Garrett Lenners, who had Green Grass out in front of him, would have been another first down. But instead, stops the clock, second and 10 at the 31-yard line of Sutton.
2: Good coverage by Sutton there. Good pressure up the middle. Uh, first and now nowhere to go. Now you're in second and ten. Uh, there's plenty of time on the clock. Two minutes. You actually you don't want to leave too much time on the clock because Sutton could get the ball back. So um, they are going to spread the field out. They got four wide here.
1: First and now again going to take the ball out of shotgun. Leonard's lined up just to his left side. Trips here to the near side. This time is going to be a draw with first and now, and he had the first wave of defenders beat. But he's brought down right at the line of scrimmage. That's going to be James Grease making the big defensive play for Sutton. Third down and eight. Clock continuing to kick here in the, late in the
2: second quarter. It looked like first now maybe he had a little more running room than he did if he could make one guy miss. But James Grease came up and made a nice play. Twins both sides
1: now. First now in shotgun again. Flanked by Lenners. Ste- dropping back. Going to throw this one out right at the sticks and making the catch. Gabe Eisenbarth he's not only gonna get the first down but it looks like there may have been a hit right after the play too which could be more yards tacked onto the play for the Falcons
2: yeah nice ball there he had two or three guys open he went to the far side hit the right guy and now we're gonna add um, at a looks like a 15-yard penalty onto that so Freeman here you are you're knocking on the doorstep You've got to get in the end zone here if you want to stay in this game.
1: That ball moved down to the 9-yard line. This is the furthest downfield the Falcons have been so far in the game. Now you've got Caleb Unvert, who made a big catch to really get this drive going, alone here on the near side, double tight, first now under center. Going to run a cross coming back to the near side with Holden Roos, and he's met with nowhere to go. Clock continuing to tick, a minute thirty here, in the second
2: quarter. Yeah, Sutton, nice job containing the run. Been doing it, been doing a good job all game at stopping the run. Freeman's, they've used penalties and uh, some Sutton mistakes to move the ball down the field. Really nice passing game going for Freeman. I would imagine they're going to go back to it. They've only got one timeout. We're sitting at a minute here left in the half.
1: Now, first now again lined up in shotgun motion from right to left with Holden Roos, and now there's going to be another flag, and procedural penalties have hurt Freeman through this first half. They're going to get backed up again after having that second and goal from the eight.
2: Yeah, uh, might be a little bit of miscommunication going on between center and quarterback where um, maybe the ball's not getting snapped on time because we're going in motion. That changes things because the quarterback's going to wait, throws off the cadence and the timing a little bit. And that's where those two or three procedural penalties have come is when Freeman sends somebody in motion.
1: Clock continuing to run. Now past 45 seconds to go. First and now going to line up under center. Second and goal from the 13-yard line. Going to take the snap. Run and play action. Throwing here to the near side. Up for grabs. Almost picked off by Brett Simonson. There were four Mustangs in the vicinity. Only two Falcons. Does stop the clock, though, for Freeman Third and goal from the 13.
2: Unvert did a nice job of coming back to the ball and breaking up the pass. He He's pretty tall, big kid. He came through, knocked the defensive back over, and was able to prevent that from being an interception. I want to see if Furson now is going to find his big tight end, number two, Adams, here in the red zone.
1: It looks like we're going to get a timeout burned by Sutton with 34 seconds to go in the second quarter. We're going to come back quickly, with the end of the first half on the Breeze 945 and Platriverpreps.com.
14: The team at Klein Insurance has a winning record of service, offering home, auto, business, farm, and crop insurance. If you want to score big with service and great rates, stop by 710 South Burlington or call 463-1256 and let the Klein Insurance team win you over. The Breeze
1: 94.5. In this uh, freezing Ford and Chevrolet. Timeout. 34 seconds to go until halftime. We'll have a lot of stats, a lot more breakdown of this first half. It's been great so far. Trent. 34 seconds to go. Third down and goal from the 13. What do you uh, What do you see Freeman doing here?
2: I don't see Freeman trying to run the ball. You've got two opportunities. Find one of your big tall receivers and maybe throw a jump ball. Don't try not to turn the ball over. Obviously, I mean that goes without saying. But I'm going to expect Freeman to go out and throw on these last two downs, especially being um, third and goal from, like you said, the 13-yard line. Not exactly running conditions here with only 34 seconds left, too.
1: Trips to the near side with Unvert, Adams, and Roos. by himself to the far side. First now going to take the ball, throwing it up, looking for Unvert. Going to be picked off right at the goal line with number two, Dustin Stone, getting it at the goal line and making a decent return to the 26. And you had one more play in your pocket, Freeman. But now it's going to be a turnover, 23 seconds to go in the half, and that was uh, that was the best chance Freeman has had so far
2: this first half to put points on the board. Looks like the ball was maybe overthrown just a little bit. If that ball could have been at the back pylon, which is – that's a tough throw. But if it could have been there, he did have the wide receiver. Uh, wide receiver didn't even have a chance to go up and, and fight for the ball. And that's what – that's really what you want on an underthrown ball like that, especially – when you've got one more down to go. So we'll see if Sutton tries to score or if they just want to get out of here.
1: Perrin lined up in the shotgun, waiting for the snap. He's going to go ahead and take it, running right up the middle, now dancing to the outside. A couple of blockers makes one guy miss, going to have the first down, so the clock will stop at least for a second. And they're now to the 42-yard line, 15 seconds left on the clock. Sutton does have timeouts. Great run to start this drive for Perrin, but that might be all the drive is for him.
2: Yeah, nice play there. He basically... um...
1: Yep, They uh, we're going to get another freezing Ford and Chevrolet timeout, but we're going to keep it right here with only 15 seconds to go in the half. And that was a... If you're Freeman, let's go back to the end of that possession and the interception at the goal line by Dustin Stone. Unvert was by himself going towards that back pylon on the near side. Ball just needed to be throwing up, thrown up a little bit more because Unvert made that big catch to move them downfield to start that drive, also broke up an interception, and didn't have a chance on that last one.
2: Right. and If you're Freeman on fourth down, maybe that's not such a bad thing, but on third down, you want to try to find slants or outs or bubbles or something easy for your quarterback to do. Try to get the ball in your wide receiver's hands and try to, uh, let them make plays in space because you do have, you did have that timeout, but, you know, the ball was a little bit underthrown and uh, Freeman's just going to have to come out and they're going to have to just try to keep Sutton from getting on the board again and really opening up this game.
1: According to my sheet here, Freeman did have another timeout, so could have even run the ball if they needed to, got a quick timeout before that fourth down, but as it stands, 15.7 to go here in the second quarter. Sutton with the ball. Just used a timeout. They're at their own 41-yard line. Perrin lined up again in shotgun. This might be a a Hail Mary kind of ball coming up, and that's exactly what we're going to have. Actually going to be running an out route to Grease, who goes just out of his hands. Clock stops, 11.4 to go here in the second quarter. But that's, as you were just saying, what Freeman almost needed to do on that third down, get a quick out route, pick up about 12 to 15 yards, stop the clock. Sutton just didn't... Didn't make it happen. Ball a little too close to the sideline. Grease almost reeled it in, but again, now because of that timeout, Sutton going to get a run. Another play, second and ten. Twins to both sides. Perrin in shotgun. Going to run right up the middle. Makes a couple guys. Actually, he's going to carry a guy for five yards. That's going for a first down. Clock will stop at least initially. 5.8 to go here in the second quarter. I know Sutton does have... A timeout, and I think actually, you know what? They're going to go ahead and use that. So we'll get one more play at least here with the Sutton Mustangs. 5.8 to go on the 48 of Freeman.
2: Yeah, and I, I like that mindset from Sutton. Uh, good programs. That's what they like to do. They they like to utilize all the possessions they get in the game. You'll see some teams that. You get you get the ball back with under a minute. They just want to take three knees and go in the locker room and make adjustments. Sutton, they've got momentum. They're coming out. They want to try to score again. They wanna they want to put their they want to put their foot down on the pedal and keep going.
1: This has been a Friesen Ford and Chevrolet timeout. If you're smiling while you're driving, Friesen is the reason. With Friesen Chevrolet and Sutton and Friesen Ford and Aurora, Friesen is where you need to go for that new car to get you back to the game, to get you to the game and back again. Seeing a rare huddle here from Sutton especially out of a timeout and Freeman's going to be sitting a few guys back with 5.8 have to imagine this ball is going to be thrown up as close as Perrin can get it to the goal line on the far side all by himself is Dustin Stone who made that interception to end the last Freeman possession Perrin takes a snap and shotgun immediately to the sideline and right through James Grease's hands 1.7 left on the clock so one more play for Sutton who has with only, what was it, 20-something seconds when they took over the ball, has gotten a lot of plays out of this possession.
2: And they were just inches on those last two pass plays from picking up uh, 12 yards and another 10 yards and moving it down the field. So we can keep that in mind as we get later in the game. Uh, They can use that. They're getting guys open, and now with about two seconds left, they're going to have to uh, throw it deep.
1: Allen Superstore halftime show coming up when we do get there. But first, 1.7 on the clock. Bringing everyone in tight are the Sutton Mustangs. Perrin going to take the shotgun snap. Whistle right before the snap, though, was almost looked inadvertent. A uh, little unsureness by the line judge over here. But a flag does eventually come out, and what they're going to go ahead and do is got to delay a game, so they're going to back them up as it was blown with 1.7 left on the clock. So really can't do much in 1.7 anyway, but now going to back up five
2: yards. Yeah, it makes it a little tougher. Not that the quarterback could probably get it down towards the end zone. That's a, you know, a 50, 60 yard pass. But
1: we'll Perrin see. is going to go ahead and pass it, throwing it up deep as much as he can downfield, and actually going to go ahead and this ball sails out of bounds. That's the end of the first half. Sutton does have right now a 14 to nothing lead. They're two and zero on the season, trying to make it three and zero. Number three in Class C, two Freeman. Number seven, still only down two scores here, knocking on the doorstep, moving up in those class C2 rankings. We're gonna have the Allen Superstore halftime show coming up here on the breeze 94-5 and online at flatriverpreps.com. Plenty to come here from Sutton.
10: I had some things bothering me, some pain, and doctors suspected that it was cancer. All of a sudden I get a call and I found out the cancer is moving to your lungs very rapidly. You need to go see Dr. Pornchai immediately. I knew about the Morrison Cancer Center, yes. I had heard some good things about it. I didn't even think about going anywhere else. Chemo is very tough. They cared about every step of the process. They made you feel at home as, as well as they can in a cancer center. I had nine weeks of treatment, and then you know, we did a couple more tests down the road with them, I and mean, they said things started to turn around a little. It was, uh, I don't know, it's hard to describe. <laughs> it was like a weight being lifted changes your life every minute for the rest of it. I'm Ronald Faber, and I was treated here
4: in Mary Lanning. Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration.
15: Get more than you expect at Furniture
16: Direct. Furniture Direct is overstocked and we need room, so it's time to save on discontinued and overstocked items. Anything with a red, white, and blue tag is marked down to move. Save on sofas, dining room, recliners, bedroom, and more. Mattress Direct is even joining in with Queen Beauty Sleep mattresses priced as low as $2.99. Now that's getting more than you expect. The red, white, and blue sale going on now at Furniture and Mattress Direct behind Sonic and Hastings. And find even more savings online at FurnitureDirectHastings.com. The
12: Breeze 94.5.
1: Welcome back to Sutton. Caleb Henry alongside Trent Akenge, our producer and engineer back in the studio for The Breeze 94.5 and PlatRiverPreps.com is the, the great and always wonderful Brad Beam. We are here in the Allen Superstore Halftime Show. Get more for your dollar when you shop at locally owned Allen Superstore. The get you more, the you get more. Superstore West 2nd Street in Hastings. This is the Allen Superstore Halftime Show. Compiling some stats over here. We got a a new system Trent is trying out, so we're going to give another minute to, to get those put together. But let's just give a quick recap of where we are through the first quarter. Sutton only had one possession, and that's because they ran off a whole lot of clock before stalling out. But once we got into the second quarter, and in that first quarter, Freeman was driving as well. Um, but once we got to the second quarter, there was a 56-yard pitch and catch from Jackson Perrin to James Grease with 9.24 on the clock. They did go for two, didn't get it got stopped at the uh, the five yard line so six nothing and then on their in their next possession um, there was actually they started at the 18 because on that touchdown there was a penalty so they started they kicked off from the 45 Freeman was got it out to their 21 but then on the punt that they eventually had to do it was shanked quite a bit off to the side and it went out at the 18 so Sutton started with great field position at the 18 and ran the ball. Four times on the possession with Brett Simonson, ran another one um, the other way with Greece, But with uh, with Simonson, he ran it four times, eventually punched it in from six yards. They did run a, a halfback pass on the extra point to bring it out to 14 to nothing. And that's a score we have here at halftime. Um, we're going to break down a lot more of what we're expecting to see from Sutton and Freeman. A great game, great matchup between two top 10 teams here on the Breeze. 94.5 in PlatteRiverPreps.com. Stats to come, uh, recap to come, and you know what? It looks really nice outside. I might see if we can get a hot dog too, Trend More of that to come here on the Allen's Superstore Halftime Show on The Breeze, 94.5 in PlatteRiverPreps.com.
13: located in Sutton.
14: At the Paint and Paper Palace in Sutton, their knowledgeable staff will help you spend your remodeling dollars wisely. The Paint and Paper Palace carries Mohawk flooring and a full line of Benjamin Moore paints. Check their wide selection of window treatments, wall coverings, and flooring options. Located at 234 North Saunders in Sutton, that's the Paint and Paper Palace in Sutton.
15: We're the you-get-more-superstore Our lives. Superstore Shopping center around You, you, you One-stop shop that gives you more Shopping center around
1: keeping things moving here at halftime in sutton the mustangs lead 14 to nothing on freeman and it's time to look at some stats brought to you by freezing ford and chevrolet if you're smiling while you're driving freezing is the reason with freezing chevrolet and sutton and freezing ford and aurora freezing is where you need to go to get that new car and get you to the game and back again check them out online at freezing and freezing these
2: are the freezing ford and chevrolet
1: halftime stats trent what do we have through the first half here
2: in this ballgame? Taking a look at the Freeman Falcons. Quarterback Jackson first and now. He is 6 for 9 for 51 yards, and he's also got a couple carries for just 3 yards. Garrett Lenners, he's got 1 carry, and 2 carries, and he's got nothing going, minus 1 yards. Gabe Eisenbarth, he's the only guy uh, really doing anything. 2 carries, 13 yards, and as a team... Freeman has rushed for 21 yards total, and along with that 51 yards passing, they only gained 72 yards of offense in that first half. Taking a look at Sutton, Jackson Perrin, he was actually 2 for 9 for 60 yards, had that big 56-yard play to James Grease that went for a touchdown. As far as rushing goes, Jackson Perrin, 8 carries, 37 yards. James Grease, 5 carries, 37 yards and Brett Simonson had nine carries for 32 yards, averaging 5.3 yards per attempt, and they racked up 166 yards of offense.
1: Looks like a little bit of an advantage there offensively for the Mustangs of Sutton. So Trent, looking forward to the second half here, if you're Sutton, you don't really need to change much, obviously, um, for Jackson Parent, A 56-yard pitch and catch helps him get out to 60 yards. That makes the average look a lot better. Have, haven't had a whole lot of success so far with the passing game. Um, but if you're Freeman looking forward to this second half, they haven't had a lot of offense, but they did have the big play to the far side when they threw it up to Unvert. Other than that, they haven't really had big plays.
2: Yeah. I mean, they're averaging two yards per rushing attempt. They're actually, they are moving the ball when they do throw it and, and, you can't get away from your run game completely, but maybe find a way to get Caleb Unvert or Tyler Adams out, out in the open, and uh, get them the ball in space. Well, we've got
1: a lot more to go in this ball game—a battle of top ten teams right now. Sutton leading, fourteen to nothing. We are at halftime. It is the Allen Superstar Superstore halftime show. We're going to look at some scores from around the area when we continue here on the Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com.
4: Your friendly Friesen Ford in Aurora is your destination for sales, service, and parts. Friesen Ford has the vehicle you want right on their lot with a wide variety of vehicles to choose from and their friendly sales staff to assist you in a low-pressure environment. Come experience the friendly Friesen Ford difference for yourself today in their state-of-the-art facility located 20 miles east of Grand Island, just off of I-80 in Aurora, or online at FriesenFord.com
13: for sales, service, parts, and parts. Trust your friendly Friesen Ford team. At Sutton Lumber, we're proud to call Sutton home. If you're proud of your home and have projects coming up, from construction to fix it yourself, visit your hometown store, Sutton Lumber, a proud supporter of our Sutton area student-athletes.
0: As times have changed, so have our customers' needs. Gary Michaels Clothiers & Hastings meets these needs with the largest selection of fine menswear between Lincoln and Denver. Our mission is to provide our customers with a complete selection of quality, tailored clothing, accessories, sportswear, and to deliver an uncompromising level of service. And for the ladies, Gary Michaels carries Brighton jewelry, handbags, and footwear. For casual to professional menswear, shop Gary Michaels in downtown Hastings and on the bricks in Carney.
12: The Breeze,
0: 94.5. Welcome back. This is the Allen Superstore Halftime Show. Get more for
1: your dollar when you shop at locally owned Allen Superstore, the... You get more Superstore, West 2nd Street in Hastings. Looking at some scores from around the area, which you can get anytime online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Starting in Class A, and we'll bounce around a little bit here. Um, over on Power 99 at halftime, it's Carney with a 31-0 lead on Norfolk. That game is at halftime. And in Grand Island, the Islanders are leading Papillion La Vista 28-0 in the second quarter. Over in class B it is Hastings on 12:30 a.m. KHAS with a 21 to nothing lead on Alliance in the at last check in the first quarter Grand Island Northwest at Scotts Bluff a lot of those games getting started a little bit later GI Northwest a 3 0 lead on Scotts Bluff at half in at the half in York here's a big matchup McCook in York McCook with a 10 to 7 lead at the half looking over at class C1 Adam Central has a 14 to 7 Lead at Lincoln Lutheran in the second quarter. It's halftime in Gothenburg where the Swedes hold a 26-7 lead on Holdridge over on 1460 KXPN, ESPN Tri-Cities. In the second quarter, it's Carney Catholic 28-7 on Lincoln Christian. And in the second quarter in Central City, they hold a 21-7 lead on O'Neill. In the second quarter at Pierce Ord Trails Pierce. 42-28. That Central City game actually just went half where they've got a 21-7 lead on O'Neill. And Aurora, there's another big team in C1. Aurora holds a 34-14 lead in the second quarter on Wahoo. Over in C2 on which is where we're at on the 94-5, the breeze and Always online platriverpreps.com, where you can find these scores yourself as well. Sutton holds a fourteen to nothing lead on fifteen fifty KICS. Hastings Saint Cecilia at half leads, given thirty seven to seven. North Platte Saint Pat's trail GI Grand Island Central Catholic seventeen to fourteen at the half. Also at the half, Donovan Trumbull thirty one to six lead over Hershey in the second quarter. Wood River leads Southern Valley twenty seven to seven at half. It's Norfolk Catholic twenty one to Saint Paul's fourteen. In the second quarter, Centuro with a 35-0 lead over Superior, and it's scoreless at half with Sandy Creek and Fillmore Central. And we'll get more scores as we can, and actually looks like things are going to scroll well here. So in Class D1, we'll jump down to 8-man. It's Shelton with a 20-0 to lead over Alma. Amherst with a 14-8 lead over Arapahoe. Both those games at the half. There is a final Morrill with a 30, or uh, looks like Elm Creek, down, moral sixty-six to thirty. That's in Class D one. And in the uh, second quarter, North Central leads at Arcadia Loop City. That game being played in Arcadia, twenty-two to nothing. Also in the second quarter, South Loop leads Amesworth twenty to nothing. BDS leading Palmer twenty-two to six in D two. It's Loomis leading Blue Hill twenty-two to six. Axtell leading Elwood fourteen to twelve. Both those games in the second quarter and at the half. It is Juanita Palisade sixteen, Medicine Valley eight and Overton leading Maxwell at the half, 28-12. In six-man at half, it's McCool Junction, 52, Santee, 7, and a final SEM, 41, Heartland Lutheran, 12. We've got the second quarter of action coming up next here from Sutton. It is the Sutton Mustangs, ranked number three in C2, leading the number seven, Freeman Falcons, 14 to nothing. A couple of touchdowns in the second quarter, 56-yard pitch and catch Jackson Perrin to James Grease, and a six-yard run from Brett Simonson. We are here in... Sutton always on the breeze, 94.5 and online at platriverpreps.com.
0: We'll wrap up the Allen Superstore halftime show when we come back. When you need body work, call Sealy Body Shop in Hastings. Sealy's uses environmentally friendly products from PPG. Sealy's offers complete collision repair and restoration. Sealy's Body Shop, the name you trust, at 201 South Hastings Avenue in Hastings.
1: The Breeze, 94.5. Back here in uh, in Sutton as we are ending the Allen's Superstore halftime show. Get more for your dollar when you shop at locally owned Allen Superstore that you get more. Superstore West 2nd Street in Hastings. Now, a lot of what happened at the end of the second quarter is, uh, is something that definitely played to Sutton's advantage because they didn't give up any points. And going into the second half, Mustangs start with the ball. Caleb Henry alongside Trent Ockingay. Trent going to get going here in the third quarter. What is Sutton going to do as they start with the
2: ball and the lead? In the second quarter, they found a lot of success, success, excuse me, uh, going to Brett Simonson and James Grease and keeping the ball with Jackson Perrin. They're spreading the ball out between those three guys. I would imagine they're going to keep riding those three guys throughout the second half and then maybe look for a – Look for an opening in the passing game.
1: Lined up to kick it off. Looks like uh, Eli Pelk this time for Freeman. And he's going to boot it off deep, bouncing at the 20, and then down to the 10, picking it up at the 10 is James Grease. Wheels around back to his 5, now going to dance back over to the left sideline, pulled out of bounds at the 17. That was a, a kind of a coffin corner where the ball stopped in bounds and there was nothing Grease could do but pick it up and
2: see where he could get to. Yeah, uh, looked like maybe it was going to go out of bounds, but it didn't. So Grease picked up the ball, looked for something in the middle, cut back to the far sideline, and was stopped pretty short at about the 15-yard line. Good start for Freeman. Now what you want to do is you want to come out, set the tone defensively, try to get a three-and-out or a quick drive out of Sutton, get the ball back, get back in the game.
1: Sutton going to line up with uh, Twins to the near side, single receiver to the far side. Perrin flanked on both sides by running bla- running backs as they've done a number of times. He's going to fake the pass out to the right side, draw up the middle. Not a whole lot of room to run, although he does dance back and forth, make a few guys miss. Only going to pick up about a yard there on the play, but they have run that a lot, that quarterback draw with Perrin through this game.
2: Yep, looks like Freeman knew it was coming, snuffed it out, did a great job of, if they didn't get him on the first tackle, but they did a good job making sure he could not go anywhere. Freeman came in, cleaned it up really nice.
1: This time, Perrin will only be joined in the backfield by Brett Simonson, who has one rushing touchdown so far here in this ball game. Twins, bull, twins t- to both sides for the Mustangs, faking the handoff, and now running out to the left side. Nowhere to go for Perrin in this backfield. Freeman coming out with that effort that we heard um, Coach and- Anderson talk about in the pregame on how much effort they need and that's exactly what they're getting to start this third quarter
2: yeah really nice play i believe that was tyler adams there came through and just stuck the running back in the backfield
1: third down and 10 to go on the first possession here this third quarter 14 to nothing lead for sutton and they have the ball perrin going to be in that shotgun as he has been for the majority of the plays grease all by himself on the far side going to run a play action and now Perrin doesn't look like anyone's downfield, so he's going to try to turn it upfield. Again, met with everyone in the backfield. There is a flag on the play. If you're Freeman, probably going to decline this because it's going to be uh, 4th and 10 at the 15 of Sutton. But Freeman, through the first three plays of the second half, that is uh, an extra effort that we didn't see on a couple of those possessions in the first
2: half. Great adjustments by Freeman. Looks like Freeman, instead of getting upfield with their defensive ends, they're sitting back, they're reading, and they're really holding holding their offensive guys up and reading and reacting and, and doing a good job of it. Yeah, they're going to decline that penalty and
1: yeah, speaking of holding, that's exactly what what Sutton did on that play going to be a fourth down and 10 lining up to punt now. Cade Wiseman back to be the guy punting it away. And for Freeman it's going to be Gabe Eisenbarth and Wyatt Curry back to they're both standing heels on the 50 to get this ball. And that ball's going to be a short spiral to the right side, lands at the 33, and it's actually going to roll back, take a Freeman hop, 32-yard line, great starting field position for the
2: Falcons. There we go, Freeman, you're at the 35-yard line, 36 maybe, take the ball, march down the field, did a great job last time towards the end of the half, uh, spreading the ball out to Caleb Unvert, and Tyler Adams trying to get those guys out. Uh, they've had a lot of wide-open guys, now you got to hit on them, and just... Keep doing what you're doing. You're only down two scores. No need to get too desperate yet. Well, on the first
1: possession here, Freeman won the adjustments battle. We'll see what both teams do with Freeman's offense and Sutton's defense on the field. You've got first and now under center. Now he's going to hand it off to the right side and tumbling forward. They went and picked up about six, seven yards on that play. was going to be actually Roos running it to the right side. He has got... A whole lot of yards coming through there. He's actually tapping his helmet to come out of the game, so he's going to get a quick breather there, so can't hand it off to Roos on this one as they go back to another I formation, two tight ends. Looks like the featured back in there is going to be Gabe Eisenbarth. Going to run that pitch with him out to the right side. He had nowhere to go. Going to lose a yard on the play. Third down and about six.
2: Sweep out to the far side. Sutton did a nice job. Um, got through, got good penetration with their linebackers. And on the play before, they did a nice job. Freeman did. They let the backside guys kind of go. They double teamed the defensive tackle and got up to the linebackers. That's how they were able to gain some yards. So maybe a little bit north and south when they do run. They've been having success with that.
1: Twins to the short side of the field on the far side, going to hand the ball. And it's actually spilled in the backfield. Looks like Freeman did hang on to possession, so they will be able to – At least get a chance to go for it on fourth down or pin Sutton deep with a punt here on a fourth down and five. And They actually gained about half a yard on the fumble, but that's not what you want as you're trying to get going here in the second
2: half. I'm Freeman. I'm punting the ball. Um, Playing the field position game. Unless you feel like your defense can't stop them, then you're going to go for it, and it looks like they're going to line up and, and take a shot. Fourth and five here, so it's fairly manageable.
1: At the very least, they can give themselves it's fine to take a delay of game here go ahead and use a hard count try to pick up those five yards uh, on a penalty but they are going to go ahead and snap it run play action pass ball thrown over the middle into double coverage there was absolutely no room for that ball to go on the pass looked like it was to chase Mainz for freeman there, there wasn't room for that pass to get through and Now it's going to be a turnover on downs. Sutton starting with the ball for their second possession. 8-16 to go and a 14-0 lead here in the third quarter.
2: Looked like double slants, and the routes were really close to each other, so Sutton really didn't have to do much to to play defense. They were right in the zone and threw in a double coverage. Nothing was there. Um, Surprised the ball fell down to the ground there. Okay, Sutton, you made the stop. You got a lot better field position. See what you can do with it.
1: Perrin back in in the uh, shotgun. You've got a single receiver here to the left side. Seth George clear on the sideline. Instead, they're going to run the ball to the left side. And Freeman did do a great job of, again, stopping right at the line of scrimmage, the ground game from Sutton. And uh, right now, that offense that was rolling through the first half for Sutton, not really sputtering. They just There's no room to run.
2: Yeah, it's hard to tell what adjustments Freeman made. Clearly, they changed some. Okay, they went from a three-man front to the four-man front. Maybe that's making some sort of difference. But, yeah, Sutton's had nowhere to go. Play-action pass for Perrin, and
1: this is something that's worked really, really well. They didn't hook up, but on that out route to James Grease, going to go for six yards now for Sutton. That's going to be their first pass here of the second half. Late in the first half, they missed a connection a few times going towards that sideline, but that's definitely opened up now with more down linemen for Freeman.
2: Yep, and I, if I'm Sutton, you're going to have to mix it up. 3rd and 5 here. You've got grease on an island here towards our sideline. Uh, I would look to throw the ball here. Perrin takes a very low
1: snap that actually rolls to him, so he's going to pick it up and run it up the middle. Maybe it was designed anyway. He makes a couple guys miss. He's actually past the secondary. If he can run, outrun the secondary, he's down into the 10, tackled right towards the goal line, and they're not going to give him 6. They're going to bring him down at the half-yard line. What a run, though, for Perrin on a botched snap that rolled to him. So he danced out to the left side, made a bunch of guys miss, and he's tackled at looks like the half-yard line. Hard to see who was running him down for that secondary from Freeman, but that saved a touchdown and
2: saved six at least for now. Perrin did a great job getting to the sideline and showed a great burst. I'm not sure if the ref was in position to see if he actually got in. Because from up here in the booth, it did look like he was able to get in. But um, Sutton, great, great field position here. First and goal from the one.
1: And this is Sutton, where they are still going to go ahead and line up in shotgun. Hand it off to James Grease. Makes one guy miss. Dives towards the line. And that's going to be six more for the Sutton Mustangs, extending their lead now 20 to nothing on a one yard run from James Grease after that big, big play from Jackson Perrin. Now with 7.13 to go here in the third quarter, they haven't lined up to kick one yet, gone for two each time. They're 50% on those, but this is a, a chance now for Sutton to, to extend this game and take their advantage further into the second cor- or into the second half.
2: Yeah, and going back to that long run by Perrin, sometimes when the ball falls on the ground as a defender, your first instinct is, hey, the ball's on the ground. I'm going to go after it, and you kind of lose your gaps. And that's, you know, that allowed Perrin to get down there. And they're going for two here in the shotgun with Perrin.
1: Perrin actually lines up. He's going to pass it to the right side. That ball is knocked down by Tyler Adams at the line of scrimmage. 7.13 to go in the third quarter. It's 20 for Sutton, nothing for Freeman. A lot more game to go here in the Battle of Top Tens on The Breeze ninety four five and platriverpreps.com
12: The Breeze,
1: 94.5. Hey, I want to let you guys know that internet streaming of high school games on the Platte River Radio group of stations and on platteriverpreps.com. Brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Thank you, Barney Insurance, with our internet streaming. You can find this game and many more at platteriverpreps.com. Big run there. 62-yard run by Jackson Parent to set up the one-yard run by James Grease. Extending this game to 20 to nothing here in the third quarter. Freeman gonna get the ball back here on the Sutton kickoff.
2: Yeah, see if Freeman can get good field position like we talked about all game on the kick return.
1: Ball picked up at the twenty, but when the, when the ball was pooched so high in the in the air that there wasn't room to run at all. A sudden had everyone downfield, and that was a uh, Wyatt Curry who grabbed that ball, but had absolutely no room to run. Does fall forward, made a couple guys miss out to the twenty-five. So. 25-yard line for the Freeman Falcons. 707 here to go in the third quarter.
2: Sutton did a really nice job on their kickoff coverage. I saw one of the one of the um, uh, Gunners down here came down and decleted a poor young man from Freeman. But I mean, he got up. He's fine.
1: Well, that's uh, that's one of those. You take a hit, pop back up. We saw first now do that in the first quarter as well. Welcome for those listening on PlatteRiverPreps.com, Adams, Philly, everywhere down there in Southeast Nebraska. Happy to have you along as we have the Freeman Falcons and the Sutton Mustangs on the Breeze 94-5. First and now again lining up in shotgun. Got receivers to both or running backs to both sides. He's going to dance around to the right side and take off running, but he is stuck. He is absolutely drilled a yard downfield. And that was Mari Batista who laid the wood to him, actually picked him up and drove him back. But as it stands, going to be a two-yard gain
2: there for first and out. Yeah, nowhere to go. Uh, he's having a tough time getting going. He's got four carries for six yards, and, and it's not just him. And The line's doing an okay job of blocking. suttons they got really good linebackers. They're flowing really hard, making great plays.
1: Lining up now with first and now under center. A lot of pressure coming. Pitches out to the right side to Lenners, makes a couple guys run behind him, and now there's going to be a flag as Lenners is trying to get the edge. He was only going to pick up a yard there. But there have been a number of penalties throughout this game, and especially when they've run wide. Looks like it's going to be against the Falcons,
2: and that's what that's what happens when you run into a good team. We saw it on both sides. Um, Freeman gets out to the outside. You're playing a little more athletic defender, and it's going to take a little more effort, you know, to to try to spring a big play. I saw an adjustment they made. Freeman put number two, their tight end Tyler Adams, in the backfield as a fullback that time
1: and that's definitely someone you can run behind. Not only is he big, he is strong, and that's someone you can continue to run downfield now with just the single back, and first now is going to hand it off to Lenners. Nope, play-action pass. I got fooled. It's over the top, but a little bit too far for the receiver. Picked off downfield. Second interception of the game for Dustin Stone, making a few guys miss as he tries to return the ball, and he will to the 43. Flag at the end of there, but that's two picks for Justin Stone on the ball way over the top. There were two safeties sitting back, not a lot of room to fit that ball in anyway
2: yep Sutton did a great job had great coverage over the top like you said double coverage I was worried while the ball was in the air that they were actually gonna bump into each other like two outfielders who didn't call the ball but uh, Stone was able to make the play and and we got a penalty after the play on it but still I mean Sutton's gonna take over at the looks like the 35 yard line good field position anyways you get the ball back Freeman didn't score
1: Yep, that's one of those that they're uh, definitely watching, hitting a hitting a defenseless player in the back on the return. Not always uh, not always on purpose, but that's one of the calls here. So they're going to back up Sutton Mustangs on a, on another interception by Dustin Stone. He's doing a got, good job, just sitting back as a ball hawk, waiting for that ball to come down. Both of his interceptions have been well. Shoot, the balls have been more thrown to him, so he's taking advantage of those. Sutton going to start on their own 35 yard line. Twins to the near side single receiver to the right to the uh the far side Greece and Simonson, both in the backfield and they are going to hand it off to Simonson, who runs forward for 10 yards going to grab a first down immediately he was a man on a mission as soon as he got that ball in the backfield
2: yep that's what Sutton needs to do um just just like they did on the last drive they need to just keep pounding the ball um and you can you can pass nothing wrong with passing but um, it's working for him so Keep riding that horse. Simonson, Grease, Perrin, all having great games.
1: And going to again have that trio in the backfield, Perrin, the quarterback, to his left side is Simonson. His right side is Grease. Twins here to the near side. Single receiver Stone to the far side, bouncing around in the backfield. Now going to hand it off to Grease up the middle, and he's going to pick up five yards immediately. Stood up, though, but that's it. If you can pick up ten yards and then pick up five, that's the beginning of a drive for the Mustangs.
2: Nice little crossbuck out of the shotgun. Quarterback turns to the right, fakes it, turns back to the left, hits the other guy, and able to get a nice five yards.
1: Again, it's going to be Stone all by himself to the far side. Twins to the near side. That is Seth George and Jordan Davis, that trio in the backfield. Perrin turns to fake the handoff. No one there. He throws it out into the flats to Jordan Davis, and it's going to fall short, so third down. And five for the Mustangs, right at midfield
2: on the 50. Not sure if that ball, if he saw something he didn't like, and and uh, short arm didn't throw it down, or if the weather, or if the you know the the wetness of the ball affected that, or if if it was, if it was just a misfire. But he did have his guy out in the flat.
1: And actually, Jackson Perrin comes over to the sideline. It's going to be Cade Wiseman in at quarterback for the Mustangs. He'll take the snap, hand it off immediately to Simonson, who gets a couple yards, makes another guy miss, and then falls forward as he's hit another first down down to the 43-yard line of the Freeman
2: Falcons. Simonson's really starting to get going. Uh, he's got quick burst. He hits the hole hard, and then if he sees a defender coming, he lowers his head, and uh, he, he'll barrel down for two or three more extra yards. Again, Wiseman
1: in at quarterback, handing it off to Wiseman or off to Simonson to the right side who just got flipped over a little dangerous play as some knees got wrapped up it he looks like he's walking around fine a pick of a five for Simonson
2: yeah it was scary as his leg got bent underneath the defender got rolled up on a little bit but I mean he's fine it's just uh, scary to watch when you when you've gotten injured like that it just makes you cringe
1: now moving some players around getting the call from the sideline going to be Twins to the far side, moving, actually changing who's even in the backfield. So now Simonson's going to be the single receiver here to the near side. Grease in as the sole running back in the backfield, and Wiseman in at quarterback. Both in shotgun. Wiseman's going to take the snap and run immediately to the left side. Makes one guy slip and fall on the turf. He's going to run right down to the sticks. Third down and one coming up for the Mustangs. Now, when Wiseman is in, even though Perrin was doing it as well, we haven't even seen the uh, attempts to look like they're throwing the ball.
2: Right. What, Wiseman is fast. I've, I just saw a couple moves where if maybe he got some space, he's going to be gone because I don't think there's a player on the field that can catch him. He showed a really good burst there.
1: We've said that with Grease. Obviously, Simonson's made some guys miss, and now Wiseman in the backfield. He will stay back there, and shotgun looks like that's a permanent switch. Motion now left to right with Grease handing it off. Nope, going to fake it to him, and Wiseman up the middle. He trucks a defensive back, now inside the 25-yard line. This has been a complete switch now that after that, that turnover, that interception by Dustin Stone at midfield, and Wiseman really just, they're going to keep running the ball with 320 to go here in the third quarter.
2: Well, it looks like Sutton's, I'm sure, I haven't been able to watch the first two games, but they're finding something. They got a great problem. Wiseman, he's playing great at quarterback. I Haven't seen his arm yet, but looks like he's able to uh, run the offense fairly effectively.
1: And we're actually going to see Wiseman's arm here. Simonson runs out in the flat. Going to be a quick bullet over to him, but they're going to be a loss of one yard as there was just no room to run. A nice ball, although not very far to run under it. We did see Jackson Perrin air it out a little bit more especially on the, uh, the first score of the game where it was a 56 yard pitch and catch to James Greece. Wiseman now with his first throw of the game, one can comp- one pass, one completion, second down and 10 going to throw again. Wiseman p- pumps, pumps again, going to be chased out of the pocket, hit as he throws incomplete pass to the near sideline, bringing the pressure in the backfield for Freeman was holding Roos, who got a pretty good stick on Wiseman right before he got rid of it.
2: Nice play by Roos, good coverage by Freeman. Um, so we're getting down to about two minutes left in the third quarter. Wiseman operating the offense. And this is a good thing for Sutton. They're, they're getting him good game experience against a top-ten team.
1: And that's what you want here early on in the season. Going to be a freezing Ford and Chevrolet timeout. Sutton taking the timeout with 2.35 to go in the third quarter. They lead 20 to nothing on Freeman here on the Breeze, 94.5, and online at flatriverpreps.com. We're
15: the youth. Center around you 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 One stop shop that gives you more shop and center around you you you. whether you get more Superstore And Superstore The
12: Breeze 94.5
1: Back here in Sutton and right now all the Mustangs are doing are running Right up the middle, but looking across their line, why wouldn't you? They, they go 235, 215, 235, 240, and 285. So that's, those are some big boys to go ahead and follow as we have a third down and 10. Looks like Jackson Perrin back in at quarterback, running a power eye, and going to hand it off to Simonson right towards the sticks. Fourth down and short coming for the Mustangs
2: that was a new formation they hadn't shown all night the uh, old maryland eyes with what that was and uh, freeman didn't have an answer for it a quick eight yards and with
1: all of those big guys up front and then you add the power backs that they've had because every one of these backs although they're fast they are looking to lay the wood to someone when they get going And right now at fullback is uh jacob rogers who he plays a little bit of line a little bit on both offense and defense now they're going to hand it off to simonson again following rogers to the left side simonson makes one guy miss and then tackled inside the five by a defensive back and sutton really rolling under two minutes to go in the third quarter
2: yep really starting to get a good push up front just there you can tell that they're confident in what they're doing because they're getting the ball they're really hitting the hole hard and, those adjustments that Freeman made have, have gone away a little bit. Sutton's made some offensive adjustments going with the you know the heavier sets and and spreading the ball a little bit.
1: That eye is going to continue. It goes Rogers Grease Simonson with Perrin under center. Gonna hand it off to Simonson again, following everyone to the left side, gonna take a tumble, roll, and into the end zone for six more points for the Sutton Mustangs as they extend their lead now. 26 to nothing. Extra point upcoming. Minute 24 to go in the third quarter.
2: Just more of the same. Nice push. Good run. Simonson's got really good vision. He looks, sees sees where his linemen are, their rear ends, their backs. He follow their backs. That's where the hole is. Did a nice job, squirted through. Another touchdown for seven.
1: Have not lined up to kick an extra point yet. They will eliminate. One of the uh, running backs in the backfield as they go for two here. Instead, you'll have Grease over as a wing back. And before we get to that, we're actually going to get a timeout here. It's going to be another freezing Ford and Chevrolet timeout before the extra point for the Sutton Mustangs here on the Breeze, 94.5 and
13: PlatteRiverPreps.com. At Sutton Lumber, we're proud to call Sutton home. If you're proud of your home and have projects coming up, from construction to fix it yourself, visit your hometown store. Sutton Lumber, a proud supporter of our Sutton area student-athletes.
14: The team at Klein Insurance has a winning record of service offering home, auto, business, farm, and crop insurance. If you want to score big with service and great rates, stop by 710 South Burlington or call 463-1256 and let the Klein Insurance team win you over. The Breeze
1: 94.5 Continuing along here in the Husker Power Products broadcast booth, extra point upcoming for the Sutton Mustangs just had a 5 yard Brett Simonson run to extend the lead to 26 to nothing Sutton Mustangs looking to add two more as they line up for two now with your uh, traditional eye Rogers in front going to fake it to Simonson throwing the ball back across pick off so no extra point ball's dead as soon as it is turned over on extra point so that's that's where we are third quarter minute 24 to go and 26 to nothing lead Sutton over Freeman in a battle of top 10 teams here on The Breeze 94.5 and online at platriverpreps.com.
0: Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County.
12: The Breeze, 94.5 Sutton
1: holding a 26-0 lead over Freeman here late in the third quarter. Caleb Henry alongside Trent Auken Gay here on 94.5 The Breeze and online at platteriverpreps.com and there's a kickoff upcoming here for Sutton. Freeman started out the, the first couple possessions, both offense and defense, really rolling, but then a, uh, a turnover, a Dustin Stone interception, and then points for for Sutton have extended this game. And then right now all the, mo- all the momentum is with the home team, with the higher-rated team. Number three, Freeman, rated number seven. Kickoff here now coming from Cade Wiseman. Gets a boot into it. This one kicked a lot better, not going to be caught at the 20-yard line and returned over to the left side, dancing around to the right. Now tackled, just shy of the 40, is Tyler, or not Tyler Baldwin, that would be Sutton's, is Wyatt Curry, who has uh, returned a couple of these for Freeman on their left side, this near side, where they just kind of kick it over to the sideline. Although... Sutton has kicked it off a number of times. They haven't let the uh, the skill guys in the middle of the field, the return guys you want to get the ball, they haven't let them have it.
2: Yeah, Sutton's doing a really nice job. Got a lot of athletes on the kickoff coverage and just really slowing everything down. Now for Freeman here, we saw him take the shot last time, and they did turn the ball over. So I guess keep running the ball. You Take a shot here and there.
1: First and now, going to throw the ball on this very first possession, Completed over to the far side to Gabe Eisenbarth, but on a little bubble screen, not a lot of room to run. Tackled right at the line of scrimmage, maybe lost half a yard, but they had trips to the far side, Unvert by himself to the near side, and whenever they've targeted Unvert, he's either made a play on the ball or picked up a lot of yards, and he's a big guy out there for the Freeman Falcons, and he's he's alone a number of times in these formations. This time he'll be part of a trip set here to the near side first now in the backfield flanked by Holden Roos they are in shotgun single receiver to the far side first now going to fake the bubble screen this time running up the middle but stopped right at the line of scrimmage as he is brought down by Hunter Wiseman for the Sutton Mustangs
2: yeah that play's really slow developing and well, it was on that on that instance, in that instance. And Sutton looks like they're rotating a few guys in on the defensive line, which is a great thing to do because they're building more depth, and those guys are coming in, and they're doing a really good job. Clock now ticking under five seconds, four seconds, and that's
1: going to bring us into one more quarter of play from Sutton. It's the Mustangs, number three in C2, leading number seven, Freeman, 26 to nothing. 12 more minutes to go here from Sutton on the Breeze, 94.5 and online, platriverpreps.com.
3: My grandfather was an orthopedic surgeon in Omaha and he told me not to go into medicine and my wife said that she would never marry a doctor and so I went to the PA. and one night called her, said I'm going to be home late and she said, well you should have just gone to medical school, so at that point I went back through medical school it's kind of what I've always wanted to do one of the things that kind of attracted me to Mary Lanning, you you see that they take good care of people. I've always wanted to practice in a smaller town, and Mary Lanning had all the qualities that we were searching for in our job and our location and where to raise our children. And I think Hastings was the perfect fit for us. This is where we were supposed to be. I'm Brent Hood, orthopedic surgeon, Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare,
4: your care our inspiration,
1: the breeze ninety four point five. Starting the fourth quarter on a third down and eleven, going to be Jackson first and now throwing it over the middle dropped though that time by the big boy Tyler Adams. Fourth down and eleven to start this uh, this fourth quarter for Freeman as they trail Sutton twenty six to nothing eleven fifty five to go in the ball game. Coming into it though, Freeman yes underdog a little bit uh not quite as much depth not quite as much size um over there for for adams and philly although they do put a lot of big boys on the field they are number seven and c2 number three and c2 sudden just depth big guys skill guys everywhere um athleticism and so far that's shown through the first three quarters
2: yeah and if you're freeman you can't hang your head because you'll you know looks you know how it looks is you're we're gonna take a loss tonight they are the number three team in the state what you do is you come out and you watch film, try to get better, and and uh, look to make a run later in the playoffs.
1: Unvert lining up back to get the punt. A beautiful spiral out to the far side over there. and There's absolutely nothing Sutton can do on the return, and they're going to flip the field. That ball goes down inside the 30, and that, that punt, they were on their, their own 40. Get it down to the other team's 30. What a good punt, Caleb Unvert, not just because I like the name, Caleb Henry alongside Trent Ockengay here in the Husker Power Products broadcast booth on 94.5 The Breeze and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Unvert made some good plays as a receiver and there as a punter. There was the the botched punt in the first half, but that one, great way to flip the field position. And Freeman Falcon fans, if you want to come back in the game, this is a good place to start.
2: Yeah, Unvert's a good football player. He's been doing a little bit of everything for Freeman.
1: Jackson Perrin under center in that Maryland eye, going to hand it off. Over to Simonson. Hard to see where they were there on that far side with some of these darker jerseys popping up inside the pile. It was Simonson who goes ahead and picks up two yards, three yards for the Mustangs.
2: Yep, just more of the same, two, three yards at a time. I think that's what they're probably going to do to get out of here and keep everybody healthy. They're going to keep running their offense. It's not like... Not like they're up 50 or 60 to nothing. It's it's a four-score game, but as good as these two defenses are, that's that's a big lead.
1: And both teams running the ball exceptionally well. P- Perrin in the backfield with Simonson. Speed option to the left side. Going to pitch it now to Simonson, who just turns upfield because he's got a little bit of green grass. Pushed out of bounds near the sticks. A Third down and one upcoming for the Mustangs. Had twins both sides, and that's what they seem to do. Run a, a Maryland eye, a power eye um everyone almost student body backfields and shotgun and run up the middle run wide and spread things out um there's a lot to look forward to the rest of this season for the Sutton Mustangs with their athleticism this time they're going to go with uh, trips to the near side single receiver to the far side speed option though with Jackson Perrin and Simonson a quick pitch and right at the stick, so this this is when they're looking all the way across the field because they're on the near side sticks on the far side, and they're gonna say they're short, fourth down and about half a yard on their own thirty-five yard line are the Sudden Mustangs.
2: Fourth and one, number three team in the state. This is a place where you go for it. I mean, this is this could be a uh, game clincher here.
1: If you're back about 10, 15 yards, maybe you think punting it, but the way they've run the ball, and they're going to line up again in that Maryland eye and just take a quarterback sneak with Perrin up the middle. And we talked about how big those guys are in the middle of the field, and Perrin really didn't have to do anything but just keep his legs moving, and he picks up five more yards for the Mustangs, now out to the 40-yard line. Uh, if you can pick up five yards on a quarterback sneak, it's, that's where you want to be on those third and fourth
2: short, fourth and shorts. Yep, Perrin he, under center and got a nice – Nice push from his uh, up back there to send him about five yards. So nice play by Sutton, creeping up towards the 250 mark for rushing yards. So doing a great job. Speed option
1: to the right side. Going to get pitched out to Simonson. Makes a couple guys miss. Pushed out of bounds after getting about five yards past the first down. But this one looks to be coming back because there was a a hold. Yep, they're going to call it a hold, a flag on the play almost immediately as they ran that speed option out of the backfield. So first and 15 now upcoming but really the way sutton has been running the ball on this possession that whether it's 10 yards 15 yards that looks like something they can definitely be picking up
2: yeah really not not an issue they are averaging almost seven yards of carry so i mean um first and what is it going to be 20 20 something i'm not real sure on the math
1: <laughs> they, they, they put a couple guys up here who uh Maybe we shouldn't be trying to do math, but it looks like 23 is what they have on the scoreboard. We're going to go with those guys. We talked with them before the game. They sounded a lot smarter than we were. So first and 23 for Sutton, 920 to go in the ballgame, 26 to nothing lead over number seven, Freeman. Perrin going to fake the pass out to the left side, tackled immediately a whole host of Falcons in the backfield, led by Luke Archer, who wrapped up Perrin immediately, and refused to let him go. A lot of times you say, oh, don't arm tackle, but he got his arms around him and looked like he locked his wrists, like a wrestling move, and refused to let go. Second down, and, well, we had trouble doing 23, but now it's second down at 24, clock continuing to tick.
2: Yeah, and Freeman brought a lot of pressure, and it ended up being in the right spot, and and really stymied Sutton on that quarterback keeper there. James Grease all alone
1: on an island down here, and, there's not even a safety sitting over top, so James Grease has got one-on-one with Gabe Eisenbarth here on this near side, Perrin in the backfield, flanked by Simonson, and we're going to get a delay of game, so <laughs> you're already back, as the uh, as we say that cliche, and it's a, a short cab ride, and we're, you're starting to get into uh, flight territory, second down and 29 now.
2: If Freeman doesn't adjust here, and if Sutton runs the same formation, which well, they're going to change it up a little bit, but... There was the corner, and then there wasn't anybody within 15 or 20 yards. If Greece could have made a move and somehow got loose on a pass play,
1: and that's actually what they're going to do to the other side. But they are going away from Greece. This one thrown into coverage, going to be picked off now. Gabe Eisenbarth with the interception, turning it up field, pulled down inside the 20-yard line. So that time there was trips coverage. Gabe on the previous play, Eisenbarth was alone over here with Greece. On that play, it's into trips on this side and Eisenberg still comes up with the interception. Really good field position for the Freeman Falcons. Eight Freeman Falcons, eight seventeen here to go in the ball game. A
2: chance to put some points on the board. Yeah, the routes for Sutton didn't there was trips and they ran some crossing routes and it didn't really look like anybody was able to uh get picked off or rubbed off so that uh you know somebody got open and and Eisenberg made a nice play, ball hawked it and uh, let's see if Freeman can get in the end zone here and uh, give herself something to build on.
1: First and now fumbles a snap, and as he's trying to get to the outside, just throws it back to Holden Roos, who is brought down immediately in the backfield. That was Jordan Davis coming through and making the stick, bringing up a uh, second down and 16 is what we're going to call it here, uh, loss of yards and first and now fumbled the snap coming out. Not sure if it was meant to be a pitch or if it was going to be an, an option going down the line to that left side. But he just threw it up to Roos, who, by that point, there were so many Mustangs in the backfield that was uh, looking in turnover territory. And now we're going to see Roos continue to be the featured back in the uh, I formation. First now looking to pass, going to the far side now to Caleb Unverton. It goes right through his mitts, uh, stopping the clock. Third down and 16, 7.5 to go in the ball game.
2: Yeah, he the receiver there... He short armed it a little bit. He made a looks like he made a business decision. Heard some footsteps, and and that might have thrown him off there. Uh, the ball was was well, a little bit off target, but definitely catchable.
1: Now trips to the near side. Unvert all alone on the other side. Not there is a safety shading that way a little bit, but this could be a throw it up for grabs type of ball. Instead, going to throw it to the near side into the trips. Picked off though, at another interception. That time it's going to be James Grease with the interception taking the ball. To the 20-yard line, Sutton with three interceptions now on in the game. That's Grease's first. Dustin Stone has a pair himself he had in the first half, and that, that's one of the places that the ball looks good coming out for Jackson first. Now that's not the issue. The issue now has been where he's been trying to fit it in, and he did fit one in early to Tyler Adams, and that, that's one where that one was a couple players there, especially Grease, who takes advantage to get the turnover.
2: Yeah, slant right there, and I'm not sure. First and now. Saw Grease sitting there in zone, and Grease made a great play on the ball.
1: Now back with uh, Perrin at in shotgun, handing it off to the right side to Simonson, who's going to continue to run down the right side. Now he's going to miss people out to the left, and he's continuing to run upfield inside the 30. Makes another guy shed a tackle. Now down to the 10. That time now brought down. What a run by Simonson in a touchdown-saving tackle by Judd Alberts for Freeman. But, Simon, that was such a basic play. He ran out to the right side and made some guys miss. I don't know if he's gassed from running the ball so much, but it looked like once he got down to the 45, the 35, there wasn't a lot of – he
2: was getting heavy legs trying to keep running downfield. Yeah, he's worked really hard tonight. He's up to 150 yards rushing. So uh, really nice play by him and good job by Freeman by not giving up on the play simonson he did a nice job looked like he was going to be brought down shorter than what he was ended up cutting back got 10 more yards on it.
1: and that's been the uh three-headed one of the three-headed monster in the backfield for sutton handing it off to the right side following that maryland eye is simonson again now down to the seven yard line are the mustangs second down and goal
2: good push by sutton i would imagine they're going to try to get simonson and Kate Wiseman's running in the game. Jackson Perrin is going to run off, so we got a different quarterback.
1: Wiseman did take over for a lot of their possession earlier in this half, and he did have a complete one pass to the near side, and I believe with him in the game, they're still going to try to just run that ball as that Maryland eye goes Rogers, Grease, Simonson, and Wiseman under center. Yep, going to not hand it off to Simonson this time. Going to run a naked bootleg to the left. Going right down to the fl- right down to the sticks. You're gonna say he's short, half a yard short. Naked bootleg out to the near side, and that was a. Uh, it was Wiseman against five Freeman Falcons.
2: Well, Caleb, that fooled both of us because I thought he <laughs> gave it off too, and then the stripes of the Sutton Mustangs on the pants kind of blend in with the football. And Cade uh, Wiseman did a nice job. Almost got in there, but.
1: They're just trying to make us look like fools because they ran Wiseman in for that single play. Perrin running back out onto the field. A third down in goal from the one-yard line. Still running that Maryland eye. Rogers grease Simonson. Perrin under center, handing it off to Simon, following all of the big boys to the left side, and that's three touchdowns on the game. Now for Simonson and the Mustangs extending that lead 32 to nothing. And really there's there's just about nothing you can do following all the, the guys up front and then you bring two more backs out of the backfield, and Simonson just has to dance around guys to run in for a yard.
2: Yeah, the the only thing you can do to counter a power set like that is, well, get a push from the other side, and it's not happening right now for Freeman, and Sutton's having their way. Really, that one's going to probably shut the door on Freeman's chances, and they're going to line up for two points again.
1: Wiseman now in under center, running a naked bootleg this time to the right side, but there is a receiver, so pulled someone with him, and Wiseman dancing in for two points. Thirty-four to nothing, the Sutton Mustangs leading number seven Freeman. Five fifty seven here to go in the ball game. We'll have a lot more to come here on 94.5 the breeze and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Lining up to kick the ball is Cade Wiseman for the Sutton Mustangs. They hold a 34-0 lead following the second Brett Simonson touchdown in a row. Rushing here this half. He's got three on the ball game and a whole bunch of yards as well. Wiseman gets his boot into it. Ball going down deep. Looks like it's going to be Eisenbarth picking it up at the 15-yard line, dancing around the 20 out to the 30 and pulled down at the 31-yard line. So, Freeman Falcons taking over with the ball here at 5:52 to go in the ball game.
2: Yep, time for Freeman. Try to get on the board. Try to keep keep running your plays. Maybe maybe time to run something you were running in practice and you were saving. See how it works out. Um, I mean, you don't want to turn the ball over again, but where, see, go ahead.
1: Where this uh, where this clock is, it's almost out of comeback territory for Freeman, but if you look to the rest of the season, you're playing a, a, a phenomenal team right now. Go ahead and keep playing. Play the rest of this game out because this is something that can set you up to make a run the rest of the season, get in the playoffs, and maybe see this team down the road again. First now going to hand it up, the ball off on the I formation going up the middle. Holden Roos has been one of the guys getting the ball on that one. It's going to be Gabe Eisenbarth falling forward for a yard.
2: Yeah, not, not much. Not much running room for Freeman it has been that way all night. Like we were talking about earlier, if you're a Freeman fan or Freeman player or coach, you can't get too far down. There's a nine-game season, and the way it sets up, the 16-team playoff, there's a chance you could see something again. So keep playing hard. Keep, Keep, you know, stick with the effort.
1: Eisenbarth now going to do some motion left to right, and instead the ball is going to be kept by first now. Running out wide to the left side. He's going to make a guy miss at the first down marker. And moving forward, picking up uh, 15, 16 yards. His first now out down to the 49-yard line. That's something they need to do to keep wide. We talked about the big boys up front for Sutton, and that's actually something not just on offense where they push everyone off the ball on defense. And one of those reasons for uh, it's hard to run the ball up the middle on Sutton is uh, 78, Tyler Orman, 5'9", 260, senior. He just blocks up everything on the left side for Sutton so it's been hard for Freeman to run to the right side but there's big guys, strong guys, athletic guys everywhere right now for the Mustangs.
2: Sutton has a nice combination. They've got big fellows on the defensive line who can eat blocks. If you can force the offensive line to double team you or if they can't handle you one on one, then they can't get to the second level, you can't get chunks of yards.
1: And first now we'll hand the ball off to Eisenbarth coming across to the left side going to make it a second and 14 as he's hit immediately in the backfield ran a little bit of motion that time tried to fake it with leonards going up the middle but nothing doing and a lot of subs going on and off for sudden so uh see if there's some communication that freeman can try to take advantage on the second and long first now going to take the snap but there is a flag coming immediately we'll see where this one moves the ball i
2: don't know if there's a Somebody moved or wasn't set or if we had
1: yeah, they're some talking,
2: equipment issues.
1: They're talking to Sutton on the, if they want to move Freeman back and looks like they're gonna keep him there on that uh second down and 13-14 yards, four thirty-eight to go in the ball game. Sutton holding on that thirty-four to nothing lead. Trips to the near side, Caleb Unvert all alone on the far side, first to now in the backfield, flanked by Lenners out of shotgun first now is going to take the snap throw it to the near side to eisenbarth who just falls down it was a little bit behind him so he had to go up and make the grab that's one of those you might just let go and they're going to lose seven yards on the play they're now down to their own 40 for a third down and almost 20 yards to go here
2: yeah not going the right way yeah, but you know eisenbarth he had to go up and get that ball because if it landed it i think that was a backwards pass mm-hmm. and sudden could have picked it up and and uh maybe had some real estate to
1: fantastic run. catch just where it was going a little bit behind him now if he's if he's downfield and makes that catch that's saying all right here we go and right now it just makes a third down a little bit longer uh first now flanked on both sides by running going a Fake the handoff to one of them, being chased out of the pocket to the left side, rolling around, going to complete the pass for five yards downfield to Tyler Adams. And now it's a fourth down. You're on your own, 45 and 15 to go.
2: Yep, Adams ran a nice, looks like a crossing route across the middle, made a nice grab, picked up five. Uh, if I'm Freeman, fourth and 13, I am going for it.
1: Yeah, where the, where this ball is at, whether you uh, you punt it, you give it up, you go for it. Um, that's a uh, that's something for Freeman. Three minutes, 15 seconds to go in the ballgame. Go run your plays. And actually, that's what we've seen Freeman do. They just went a couple the, the wrong way, but they have made some good plays here late in this ball game. Trips again here to the near side. Unvert all alone on the far side. First now going to take the snap out of shotgun. Looking to the left side to Unvert. He is going to throw the ball up to him and right through his hands. The ball broken up a little bit by Cade Wiseman, but Unvert did manage to get open short of the sticks, so even if he catches that ball, it still didn't look like it was going to be a first down. But as it stands, another turnover on downs. Sutton with under three minutes to go in the ballgame, a 34 nothing lead, will take over on Freeman's 45-yard line.
2: Good effort by Freeman. Um, it was, yeah, if he was able to catch the ball and make a man miss or, or carry him on, he could have got to the first down. But it uh, wasn't meant to be that time, so Sutton will take over. And
1: looks like they are going to continue to run that ball because as they do, they also run clock. Perrin still in the ball game going under center. Simonson, the featured back clear at the end of that Maryland eye, and they're going to hand it off to Simonson on the left side, following a whole bunch of blockers. Falling forward for five, six yards is Brett Simonson, who has three rushing touchdowns on the ball game, all of them from inside the ten yard line of Freeman.
2: Yeah, and he also had that. 71 yard run earlier this half too so um, really having a great night he's over 150 yards rushing
1: a number of players moving in and off the field parents going to stay in at quarterback but now the featured back on the end of that maryland eye is wyatt bergman as it's a second and five here they are going to hand the ball off to bergman following his blockers forward he's going to make one guy miss out on the left side spinning around to the right near the sticks So a good first touch there for Bergman getting in the ballgame. Two minutes to go in the fourth.
2: Yeah, nice play by Bergman. Looks like Sutton's got a whole stable of Mustangs they can (laughs) run towards Freeman.
1: (laughs) As much as we can use any of those cliches, there is quite literally the stable of Mustangs for Sutton. Wiseman now in the game to quarterback. Perrin looks like his night is done. That Maryland eye goes Carlson. Heinrichs and then Bergman as the featured back. Wiseman going to hand it off to Bergman. Following both backs to the right side, he's going to cut it up to the left. Miss- makes a guy miss at the line of scrimmage. A linebacker, now a defensive back. He's going to run inside the ten, stripped, not stripped, almost tripped at the five yard line. He's going to go into the end zone. That's Bergman running it in from 36 yards out. Two touches, and now he's got six points.
2: Berg- Bergman's going to go up to his Bergman's going to go up to his coach and say. Why am I not getting the ball more?
1: <laughs> well, Dude. I I think the reason he's not getting the ball more is you have to look no further than James Grease and Cade Wy- Cade Wy- or uh, Brett Simonson on why he's uh, not quite getting as many touches, but he takes advantage there with a 36 yard run.
2: Yeah, coach is going to come back tell him. Your time's coming. We got a lot of guys in front of you.
1: Lining it up now for two are the Sutton Mustangs, and they're just actually going to kneel this. I I like that play there. You're already up 40 minute 25 to go in the ball game. We'll have the finish here from Sutton as the Mustangs lead 40 to nothing over Freeman minute 25 to go in the ball game on the breeze ninety-four-five, and online at
11: platriverpreps.com this is Bob from BB Carpet and Donovan so you've been thinking of new flooring but have no idea what you want or need let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience Russ Mandy Donna and my son Josh Please come in to see us at BB, and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, that's where we always go.
12: The Breeze
1: 94.5 Kickoff upcoming here from Sutton with the Mustangs, number three in Class C2, a very deep and loaded at the top as well, Class C2. Sutton with a 40 to nothing lead on number seven, Freeman, who has a lot of season out in front of him. We could see a potential playoff matchup between these two teams. Freeman, nothing to sneeze at, even though they are down here 40 to nothing. The kickoff from Wiseman gonna go down and bounce down to the 15, picked up by Eisenbarth, who's met as soon as he gets to the 20. And this could be a chance here for Freeman. Minute 17. Go ahead and run that two-minute drill, put some points up on the board. Uh, clock is running though as it is a a 40-point lead.
2: Nice play by Seth George on the kickoff coverage. Came down and cleaned up the play there. Not much room there for Freeman. Yeah, like you said, the clock's running, so it's going to be tough for Freeman to get in, but yeah, that's the rule. I mean, try to shorten up this game.
1: And that's where we are right now. A bunch of players running in and off first and now still in at quarterback. Single receivers to both sides. Double tight, ace formation for the Falcons. Pitch out to the left side with Eisenbarth. He's actually got a little bit of room to run. Runs out of bounds at near the 30-yard line. Five-yard pickup there for Eisenbarth. Now under 30. Yeah, he did run out of bounds, but like we said, that clock is ticking. So maybe one more coming up here for the Falcons from Freeman.
2: Yeah, and we didn't see one of Freeman's best players tonight, Logan Anderson, so that's something to... Uh, keep in mind as we go you know down the road this season.
1: Well, we'll break down the game as the clock does run, not going to run another play. and Freeman falls to two and one on the season as they just jumped into the top 10, but it, the story today is all about the Mustangs from Sutton. Get a 40 to nothing win. number three in Class C2 extend that record and have one three in a row here to start the 2018 season. We've got the halftime show, the new West postgame show coming up as soon as uh, we take a break here. It was uh, all Mustangs, 40 to nothing, here on the Breeze, 94.5 and online at flatriverpreps.com.
13: At Sutton Lumber, we're proud to call Sutton home. If you're proud of your home and have projects coming up, from construction to fix it yourself, visit your hometown store, Sutton Lumber, a proud supporter of our Sutton area student-athletes. At
14: the Paint and Paper Palace in Sutton, their knowledgeable staff will help you spend your remodeling dollars wisely. The Paint and Paper Palace carries Mohawk flooring and a full line of Benjamin Moore paints. Check their wide selection of window treatments, wall coverings, and flooring options. Located at 234 North Saunders in Sutton, that's the Paint and Paper Palace in Sutton.
15: Where you get more? Superstore. Our lives, Superstore. Shopping centered around you, you, you. One-stop shop that gives you more. Shopping centered around you, you, you. Where you get more? Superstore.
1: 94.5. Welcome back to Sutton. Caleb Henry alongside Trenton Ockengay. Brad Beam, our producer engineer, back in the studio. This is the New West Postgame Show. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. While Trent is adding up the stats, let's go ahead and take a look at how this game went. From a scoring perspective, both teams came into it undefeated on the season two and0. Each Freeman had just jumped into the top 10. They were number seven and Sutton, the unanimous number three across all publications and it was all Sutton today beginning in the second quarter. through that first quarter, it was back and forth a lot, although Sutton only had one possession in the second quarter though, a 56 yard pass from Jackson Perrin to James Grease got the scoring going. They did miss the extra point when they went for two. And then a couple minutes later, a six-yard run by Brett Simonson, where they only started at the 18 because of a a punt that went off the side of the Freeman punter's foot. So Simonson with one touchdown there in the second quarter. Jumping into the third quarter, a one-yard run by James Grease that was set up by a 62-yard Jackson Perrin run on a fumbled snap that came out to him, extended the lead. And then a pair of Brett Simonson runs, one from five in the third quarter, and then in the fourth quarter, a one-yard run. Extended the lead, and then a few more guys got into the ball game late in the fourth. And a 36-yard run by Wyatt Bergman gave us our final score at 40 to nothing. And there was a lot of runs there. It was kind of all sudden, and not just offensively, but defensively, um, they held Freeman down. And we're going to get to that here in the stats with Trent. So Trent, let's actually start right there. Let's start with Freeman um, because they did have a tremendous rushing game coming in coming into this one. Had not given up any points. Had uh, put up 52 themselves through two. Had really leaned on that rushing game and just kind of putting up points. What, let's talk about Freeman here for a minute. What did they do statistics-wise?
2: Freeman rushing the ball. They had a tough time getting going. Their leading rusher, Jackson, first and now, he had six carries for 23 yards. Gabe Eisenhart. He had six carries for 15 yards, and then after that, there wasn't much going, um, averaging 2.1 yards a carry, 43 yards total rushing for them, and through the air, Jackson first and down, nine for 17, he had 50 yards passing in those three interceptions. Receiving-wise, Gabe Eisenhard, Eisenbarth, excuse me, he had five receptions for 12 yards, Holden Roos also had three receptions for 15 yards, and Tower Adams also had two catches for nine yards
1: now looking at Sutton because there were uh, a trio of touchdowns touchdown runs by Brett Simonson Um, actually five or uh, four of the six touchdowns for Sutton were within the 10 they only had two big plays that were um, from downfield that maybe you weren't quite expecting as soon as they got in the red zone though you were expecting Sutton to score Um, their statistics what did they look like I know they had a big game on the ground
2: yeah, that's right. Um, quarterback Jackson Perrin, he went 13 carries for 102 yards. And and then the star of the game, Brett Simonson, 22 carries, 158 yards, and three touchdowns. And he had that 71-yard run that was pretty close to going down there to the goal line. James Grease, he had eight carries for 48 yards. And Wyatt Bergen had two carries for 43 yards and one touchdown. Passing the ball, Jackson Perrin, he was 3-for-10 for 60 yards, and that touchdown to James Grease that went for 56 yards.
1: So that's where it is. Uh, Sutton extending or uh, improving on the season to 3-0. and Freeman falling to 2-1, and both teams. That was a battle of top-10 matchups. We'll take a look quickly at a few of the scores going on over on Power 99, which following that game on Power 99 is going to be the Ruts and Rivals scoreboard show brought to you by Ruts Heating and Air and Rivals Bar and Grill, the Ruts and Rivals scoreboard show every Friday night with Jeff Babel. So if you want to get all the scores in the area, make sure you uh, flip on over to Power 99. That's 98.9 FM, Carney Grand Island, and Hastings. We've been here on the Breeze 94.5, KLIQ, Carney Grand Island, Hastings, Aurora, Air, Blue Hill, Sutton, this whole area down here, no matter where you're at. Platte River Radio taking care of you. Over on Power ninety nine, it was Carney, thirty one to nine. They're still in the fourth quarter. Following that game will be the scoreboard show, giving you all the the scores, not just across our area here in the Tri Cities, trying to bring you scores from across the state as well. In uh, over on fourteen sixty KXPN, Carney Catholic with a forty four to twenty lead on Lincoln Christian in the third quarter. In uh, in Hastings, it is the Tigers with a thirty nine to seven lead. That's on twelve thirty AM KHAS. And then on 1550 KICS, it's final. Hastings Saint Cecilia with a 50 to 7, le- 50 to 7 win on Gibbon. All right, Trent. So final thoughts here. Freeman jumped into the the top 10. Take a uh, give up their first points of the season. Give up 40. Um, Sutton continues to show why they're ranked number three and why, as heavy as this class is and deep as this class is, Sutton is a team to be reckoned with going forward the rest of the season. Final thoughts.
2: Yeah, looking at the stats and looking at what we saw down on the field, Freeman came in hadn't allowed even a point. One point that's including varsity JV all year. Sutton came in ran for 372 yards on a team that hadn't given up any points. That's really impressive.
1: Well, for uh for my partner here Trent Akingay and Brad Beam back in the studio, it's Sutton with a 40 to nothing lead. Not, not just lead, 40 to nothing win on Freeman saying goodnight from Sutton. I'm Caleb Henry here on The Breeze 94.5. Make sure you get it all at
0: PlatteRiverPreps.com. You've been listening to High School Football on The Breeze 94.5, KLIQ, Hastings, Grand Island, Kearney, and all of south-central Nebraska. Find more high school sports, podcasts, and much more. The scores are at PlatteRiverPreps.com. You've been listening to a presentation of Platte River Radio Sports and platteriverpreps.com.